0: hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Steppen community podcast now live on twitter and will still upload it to all the other platforms this is the weekly podcast of the steppity steppin community members we're each and every week we've got some some co-hosts from different parts around the world and a special guest this week we are uh pleasures is that the right word we are we are happy <laughs> To have E-Money as our special guest here on the Step Community Podcast. And we've got an extra co-host that has his face partially hidden. We'll see if we get a reveal for that as well. We also have a special theme this week that I'm sure that you will see throughout the episode. If you looked at the graphic for the episode in the top right-hand corner, there was a little hidden something that we are all participating in today that should be (laughs) a lot of fun that I am absolutely looking forward to. Before we get into all the stuff of the day though, I want to go around the room and say hi to everybody. Start the top left corner. Shan, how are you doing this morning? Uh, good morning, James. It's good to be here. Late at night for Shan. I guess it's technically morning. What are you like, like 1 AM now? I am literally twelve oh
1: seven. So 1207. morning. Good morning.
0: Officially morning for Shan. I love it.
1: Time to be alive.
0: I appreciate you. Top <laughs> middle. We got Beth. How are you, Beth? Good morning. Good morning.
2: It's not as early. It's not as early as Shan, but definitely early for me as well.
0: It's still early, still early indeed. Top right hand corner, I see K10. How are you doing this morning, K10?
3: Good. I'm hungover. Uh, Bloody Mary will be just perfect.
0: We have a solution for that. We absolutely have a solution for that. In the bottom right hand corner, a new co host for the podcast, Mr. Steppen Swiss himself. Cozy, how are you, sir?
4: Doing well. Thanks for having me. Glad that I could get a face, at least more or less for now.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Part of face. Can you confirm or
0: deny if, if like a, a higher percentage of the face will evolve over the course of the stream?
4: I mean, I can take it down now. It's up to no. you, I mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll wait. We'll wait. wait, wait. Get to the- <laughs> and in the bottom left-hand corner, Mr. E-Money moves on Twitter. E-Money, how are you, sir? I'm
6: good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing fantastic. A early for Bloody Marys, but
0: whatever. <laughs> you know, it's... It's college football season where I'm at, and this week they are up at Appalachian State and Boone, North Carolina, celebrating with these kids that went ballistic last week when they beat Texas A&M. Now, college game day on ESPN yes. is live from Boone, North Carolina, and I can tell you there are a lot of people drinking a lot of alcohol right now, so so we can be uh, we can be celebrating right along with them, which I think is is, is pretty cool. I want to I want to get around to. Uh, to to seeing Shan take his very first ever sip of Bloody Mary, because I don't think he's ever tasted one before. Uh-huh. Uh- and it's not really an Australian thing, to be honest. <laughs> oh
3: my god, you're a virgin?
5: Caesars
0: are
1: better. Virgin. I'm sharing my virginity with all of you in my Bloody Mary. What do you um, think?
3: Not, yeah, Live on Twitter. To-
1: yeah? Tomato juice. It's like I didn't get the mixed stuff, so I think
0: I made a rookie error, because mine's like literally tomato <laughs> juice. Just tomato straight tomato juice? juice? Yeah, Bloody yeah, Mary mix definitely, definitely has like um, a bite of like horseradish and and spices yeah. and seasonings and like a peppery and a a lot more. I'm sure, sure, sure as we go around later, we'll uh, we'll get some information about what everybody added to theirs. Before we do that, all <laughs> oh, my
3: let, ingredients. Yep, lined up over here. The Ingredient list. Sure. I got
0: my olives and my celery and my all my good stuff. Eric, Imani, I want to learn up? more about you, sir. Tell us about yourself. When did you get into crypto? How long have you been in the crypto space?
6: Uh, I got into actually, funny story. So, in, it might have been 2011, 2012, something around that time. Uh, my mother was uh, working at the Harvard School of Design in Boston. Um, and some kid sold his app for a ton of money. And he was like, I know your son's into stocks. Tell him to uh, look at crypto. So, at the time, I'm like, I had to meet some dude at a coffee shop and give him cash. And he was going to send me this magic fucking internet money to like some wallet I downloaded on my computer. So I get to the coffee shop and I'm like, nah, this is stupid. And it was like, (laughs) I I was going to put like three grand in or something at the time. And that would be worth like hundreds of millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin at this point. (laughs) So That was like the biggest regret of my life. And then. 2016 comes around and i'm like all right this thing's still alive like i don't know how the hell this fake internet money is still alive but i need to look more into this so 2016 i started buying some bitcoin a little bit of eth um litecoin xrp and then like 2017 was like a euphoric bull run and everything's pockets and like i have like i don't know like a quarter million dollars worth of like fucking xrp and i'm like nah it's going to the moon it's gonna be ten dollars soon and so i shit you not like i got all my money back maybe like 10 percent like profit on top of it and then held everything through the whole 2018 bear market so uh learned that mistake last time um but held all of it didn't sell anything come to 2020 March crash, Bitcoin's at three grand. I'm like, holy shit. And then all of a sudden, everything just went up. It was euphoric bull run again, uh, which was after the Bitcoin happening, and, and made a ton of money and it was awesome. And then I started listening in November around t- 2021, uh, a couple big accounts that were saying like the macro looks terrible, Bitcoin, crypto, stock market, everything's gonna tank. And so I probably went like 80% into stables because I didn't want to make the same mistake I made in 2017, 2018's run. And so I think I got out of Bitcoin and everything else when Bitcoin was around like 45,000 or something. So I didn't get out near 69 grand, but I sure as shit didn't hold till 19 grand. So very happy I did that. And then December of 2021, I... Because I had heard of Geno Pets and I'm like, all right, moving earn sounds cool. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be huge. I had never heard of Step In. And then I find Step In in December and I bought a shoe and I'm like, this is fucking stupid. I made nothing because I bought a runner and I walked. And like, I had no clue what was going on. And then a week later, I saw another post about somebody who was like, oh, you can make 50 grand a year with this setup. And I'm like, holy shit, like what? And so I, I bought into it. I figured everything out. I, deep dived on the white paper and i like went all in i'm like this is crazy i was like in a bear market like this thing's gonna crash to zero but i might as well get try to make my money while i can and uh it didn't and it it lasted like i don't know like january it lasted till like probably like may june-ish or something like that so made a ton of money got all my money out and then i just fell in love with it like i got the habit like I'm addicted to the walking and the running. And uh, I mean, I'm not in a situation where I came in and, and bought the top of the market and, and got crushed. So I'm not like really hurting from it. But, and I totally understand people are, but I still love stepping. I still believe that they're the market leader, that they're going to end up being the top um, project. And people forget like everything crashed. Like we're going through a terrible economic Crash right now for everything. FedEx just fell 20% yesterday. Like major companies are crashing. So like obviously Stepin's not gonna be outside of that. And we can point to things like inflationary, tokenomics, all this stuff. Like, who knows? But like uh all I know is that I think in my head that the next bull run, Stepin's gonna skyrocket. It's gonna all your assets are gonna go up if you held. If you just keep building uh you're gonna do really well in the next bull run and i think that um right now i'm still making a good amount of stuff to add to my stack so like i have no i, I love stepping and i don't understand why people like are saying it's dead it's over like maybe things have died down but like these people probably weren't here for the last bear market there wasn't even people on fucking twitter like, it died. There was no one talking about anything. There was no NFT communities. We weren't doing spaces or podcasts. It was just crypto's dead. It's over. Game's done. So, like, this is a whole nother like, market. Like, we're on here. We're all a community. Like, we're, people are building. Like, there's no denying crypto's going to skyrocket. Move to Earn's a huge next space. Um, there's all these Live to Earn projects coming out. That's why I started, me and Cozy started that. Spaces weekly to talk about all of them like sleep to earn move to earn read to earn like we want to learn about all this stuff because Like we just want to live and earn like we're already doing this shit We're giving all these companies our data for free Like why would you give your company any company data for free when you can get the same exact thing and earn something? Even if it's an nft reward, you're not making much money It's just why are you giving away your data for free when we can get paid for our data and earn stuff? so uh That's why I just love this space. And I mean, I think Steppen started it. They started everything. They're the leader and they're going to continue to dominate the market. All these copycats, maybe some of them do well, but they're all going to face the same issues and none of them have the capital to make it through this economic recession we're going to go through. And Steppen does. And I'm happy for that. And I'm glad that they made all that money just so that they can continue to build and produce a great company and a great project.
0: Very cool. We will go around the room. I want everybody to get an opportunity to ask E-Money a question. We'll start up at the top. Shan, what you got? Um, firstly, I want to start
1: by, like, you know, kind of having a bit of a, like, romance moment. Because, like, uh, for in me, e was in one of the first spaces I listened to when I came to Twitter. Um, and then I joined a group chat. And I don't know if you even realize it, but, like, when you talk, people listen. Like, people listen. And people have a lot of respect for you. Um, and me, personally, I've developed that over time. And, like, you know, if you, po- like you say something in the chat, I'm like... what's he what's he saying you know uh but mine isn't actually crypto related i feel like my question i had for you because i i heard you were training for a marathon i kind of wanted to know like obviously you formed that love for running like what kind of inspired you to go let's train for a marathon like that's not like like an easy thing to do
6: actually i hate running i still don't like it it's it's fucking miserable like and so (laughs) the funny thing is that completely
5: agree (laughs) When I
6: was, when I was 19, I, I actually, I, I used to do amateur boxing and Muay Thai. So I used to have to run all the time. So I used to be able to run 10 miles, like no issue. Like it was just like easy for me. And then fast forward six years later with a desk job, sales job, um, consulting, I uh, I got like just lazy. I, I couldn't even run two miles in May. Honestly, the marathon is just this stepping community. Like I'm online. I've met so many cool people and like, like, It was totally a community thing with all these contests and Strava contests, all this other stuff. Like, I'm looking at Fire Launcher, who's holding a Guinness Book of Records for running seven marathons, seven continents in seven days. And I'm just looking at it like, these are average people I'm meeting on Twitter. And, like, why am I just, like, sitting here, like, I can't even run two miles. It's embarrassing. And so... I hooked up with Everett and like I thought like oh just go for a run and then try to go for a further run and he's like no like that's not how you fucking do it like you need to like there's like a science behind it and so uh I couldn't even run two miles I got up to 10 and that was my first goal and then Everett's like what's next are you like you done I'm like no like I want to like accomplish something more like and uh, I was, he was like, sign up for a marathon. I'm like, I don't know if I can do a marathon in 10 weeks. He was like, yeah, you can. I was like, all right, fuck it. So I just signed up for the marathon. I was like, it's too late now. And then I just told a bunch of people because then I can't, like, bitch out. Like, I have to do it now. And um, my pace was so bad. It was, like, 14-minute miles, like, to try to do 10 miles. And, like, I've got myself – then I started getting down to, like, twelve thirty, eleven forty, And now I can – run like 10 miles at like a 10 and a half minute pace. And I'm going to keep getting that better. But uh, the goal is to get through this marathon. And then I want to do something more. I, m- I might do that Moab 50 K with uh, Mackie and a few other people. Cause we can drive to Utah from where we are in five hours. It's like right there. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's just a step in community. And I started listening to people like David Goggins, like mental calluses. And just like this dude's running a hundred miles before he ran a marathon. And I'm like, it's pretty crazy what the human body can do so I kind of want to explore like my limits and don't get me wrong I don't enjoy this I hate running I don't know if I'll ever like it there's no runner high for me this is bull that's bullshit I <laughs> I don't get any fucking runner high dude like I'm out there at 15 miles and I'm like this is fucking miserable but <laughs> I I like pushing myself through that misery so that I can come out stronger so that's why right answer
1: right answer <laughs> Love
6: it. I wonder if that's a thing for a lot of people where it's like the the misery
0: and stress of putting themselves through difficult things makes them feel more alive
6: after they get through it. Like, I think that's a thing for it, it most people to do no, these mean, crazy things, right? It does, man. It, I mean, it does. Like, I've never, you know, like, when I was 19, like, my first, like, uh, Muay Thai fight, like, it's like, you get your ass beat. Yeah, it's not fun like, to be beaten in the face. The next day or two, <laughs> and then, like, You just you just feel so accomplished and like wow like I'm not made of glass like and it's just like you just you come out stronger for sure with all these things that you push yourself through like so like it's 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 really cool to see like just how you can develop from doing something that stresses your body. Yeah, maybe that's why we all love stepping because it gives us such misery. Uh,
2: James, I don't I don't know about that whole feeling alive piece because when I'm done running, I'm like on the concrete like lying down trying to breathe i'm like somebody get me some water
0: please like
2: that's not yeah, the feeling that i get
0: i don't think it's an immediate thing though right i think when you're in the moment and you're immediately sore and 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 hurt all over and you, you've got blisters on your feet and that's not when you feel it I, I think it's like later that day the next morning the next week looking back you feel alive that you you accomplished that challenge that you got
6: through it that that against all adversity you still you still persevered right yeah for sure, like at like eight miles I'm like I can't even fucking imagine getting to twenty six and then I hit twelve and I'm like, I can't even imagine doing twenty six and then I got to sixteen, and I'm like, I still can't imagine myself going ten more miles, but yeah. like I know that my body can in the in the back of my mind, so it's like, and like every single time I'm like can't walk, my feet hurt, my knees' killing me, but now I can do ten miles and I, I don't even feel it like I just go out to eat afterwards or whatever but like it's so weird how your body just gets, like, adapted and, and used to stuff like that. Very cool.
4: So the road to 100 miles, then? Is that what you're saying, E-Money?
6: Kid, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but I don't know about that. I'm not just going to sign up for that like Everett. He's crazy. That's next-level stuff, right? That's seriously <laughs> That's hurting, hurting your crazy. body. Yeah. yeah, There's no doubt. Beth, you're up. <laughs>
2: Um, so I wanted to ask about Amanda and her path with crypto as well, because she's super strong in, on the Twitter committee, uh, community. Um, and I love seeing her posts as well. So can you tell us a little bit about like her journey with that as well?
6: Yeah. So, I mean, naturally it's like, I've normally been the one to invest in stuff. Like, she's just like, I trust you, like. You're always doing it right like let's look into this and then like uh she wasn't really into crypto she just kind of like was like yeah yeah shut up like whenever i talk about it you know like not saying that to me but she didn't care honestly stepping got her into it like in is absolutely the reason she's into crypto like because you have to download a wallet you have to learn how to use this and that you have to learn how to use exchanges because she's like i got this usdc how do i use it and i'm like Get ftx and she's like what's that so i taught her that and then now she has a ledger and now she has an ftx card and now she transfers money to it to use it and like it just brings you down this rabbit hole and that's why i love stepping so much is like it literally takes the average user who has no clue about crypto and brings them into web 3 like you have to learn it because you can't you can't do anything until you learn how to do these things and so that got Amanda into it. She loved it. So she joins Twitter with me and and she starts like getting into these different NFT communities and stuff like that. And she's like, how do I buy these, these, these ducks, these days ducks. And so I show her, I show her that I show her magic Eden. And it's like, it's just like stepping like was like this like rabbit hole that brought her into crypto and and she loves it now. And like, so she's, she's got bubble gooses. She's got like a few different NFTs and like, She's got a full-time job and she's not on Twitter as much because it's starting to pick up. Uh, she's a co-founder of a cocktail, a beverage cocktail company out here in Colorado. And so she's not as active on Twitter as she was because it's cocktail? starting to take off and it's cocktail? taking up a lot of. time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just it's a, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that's really how she got into crypto. I mean, she knew I was into it, but she didn't really care. But now she's like, definitely cares. She's like, Check in like the prices of stuff and i'm like probably don't do that until like the winter's over because like it's gonna go down but uh (laughs) like uh just focus on your business and i'll tell you like when to start buying more stuff (laughs) hey 10
5: okay so speaking of winter um
3: because i'm thinking myself that things are going to get worse before they get better uh, and i think that q1 of 2023 is going to be worst and i'm i'm thinking like 2024 actually so do you think that that's overly pessimistic or do you think that uh gonna pick up a little bit before then
6: in my opinion this is like almost a mirror copy of like the last bear market of 2018 um in my opinion, we're gonna have one more major like leg down, and I mean, guys, I'm not like a pro expert trader here. I I go off of like some financial big advice. Twitter financial accounts. advice. Financial
3: yeah. <laughs> advice.
6: I go off of some big Twitter accounts, and I, I've been through the bear markets, and um, I mean, it usually we don't get another bull run until after the Bitcoin happening. It, it's been it's happened now three times, um, which I believe is 2024. So, anytime after that, it's going to skyrocket. So, my opinion is we have a huge leg down. Things crash way beyond what we even think right now. Like, people are like, oh, 25 is the bottom for Solana. Like, probably not, guys. It's yeah. like Europe doesn't even have fucking oil. Like, <laughs> we're yeah, <I'm-> experiencing <laughs> crazy inflation, we're experiencing a uh, slowdown in economic activity, consumer debt's at its highest auto loans, used car loans are skyrocketing. Like debt is skyrocketing. There's gonna be all types of repos. Like we're gonna see everything crash. Real estate mortgages are 6% now. They were 2% last year. Like this is all recipe for disaster. Crypto is not outside of this. So it's all gonna crash in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think, I think it is. And then we're gonna go sideways for probably two years. Like, like if let's say Solana goes to $10, maybe lower. I don't know. It's probably going to be 10 to 15 for like two years. There's going to be barely any volume. There's going to be barely any day trading. You're going to see a lot of people just give up and and, and stuff like that. But these are the times where you just spend every like 10, 15, 20% of your paycheck on Solana, Bitcoin, Ethereum, things you believe in. I mean, those are the ones I believe in. Everybody has their own opinions. And if you, if I did that from 2018 to 2020, I would be rich and retired right now. I didn't do that. I mean, I did very well, but I just held what I had. Mistake. I should have just invested a little bit here and there in all these projects. So that's what I... That's my recommendation. That's what I would do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use step into add Solana Stack, too. I'm going to use step into add Ethereum. Um, and I'm also going to invest in it on my own. And I'm going to keep doing that for the next three years. And I don't see crypto going anywhere. I mean, every company... Every major corporation or company has an NFT and crypto strategy right now. They all have one. I mean, even the major banks are like gonna start offering stuff like this. Like it's not going to be it's in a couple of years, maybe 3-4 years, like you might be able to just log into Bank of America and and, and keep your some of your assets there if you want. I'm not going to do that cuz I believe in self-custody, but like my mom and dad would rather put it with Bank of America than keep it in a ledger and they're safe like so i mean it's just everyone's gonna have their own preference but that's coming so um people can sleep on crypto but i'm not i'm gonna i'm gonna keep buying it over and over and over it's it's the you most decent
2: um e-money i would love to hear a podcast from you and cozy about mindset um especially in crypto because when you say things safe, like like solana can go to, down to just ten dollars like my mind is like oh my god i could, coming, I could buy so, so much solana you know and i was <laughs> And I, so I joined crypto 2020, 2021, 21, I think 2021. Um, and I, and I bought Bitcoin at 69,000 because I get excited and I have a lot of emotions. So I definitely get wrapped up into that stuff. Um, but I also like, as it's going down, I'm like, oh, it's so much cheaper. Right. But then a lot of people don't have that mindset. So I would love, because just like Shan says, people listen to you. I would love to hear you guys have a podcast about like how to have a good mindset with this and like what to think. As things are going up as things are going down
6: yeah my opinion on that is just like uh people that are new to investing or like they overinvested, right like i mean if if, if you can barely afford your bills because you put all your money in solana bitcoin at the top like i mean you learned a hard valuable lesson that people need to learn in life and that's things don't come quick and easy all the time like it's kind of crazy to think that they do like people who build extreme wealth like warren buffett didn't Build ninety nine percent of his wealth until he was in his fifties, guys. It's like it's like you can't just expect to always make wealth. So like, if you see things are really great for Solana, which they are, like the, there's more users, I believe, wallets wise and stuff, than Ethereum already, and it's only in its second year. It's getting faster. It's getting better. Yeah, sure, the network slowed down, but like they they're fixing all this stuff. So, I mean it's one of the best asymmetrical bets you could ever make. Like, so uh, if you don't believe in it then don't buy it, but you guys got to like, understand like great wealth is created over a long period of time. So people got to stop having this mindset that things just only go up. And also like, I agree with you fully. Like there was one comment in Sam Bankman freed. It's like one of the most famous Solana qu- tweets out there. And he was like, someone was bashing on Solana and he was like, sell me all your Solana at $4 and fuck off or something like that. And if I could ever see Solana at $4 again, I I like I'll probably put like 50% of my liquidity into it like immediately, like because I truly believe like it's going to be a $1,000 someday at least. And I think it's going to surpass Ethereum. I just I I, I think the future is better for Solana. And that's my opinion. Tons of people are Ethereum maxis, Bitcoin maxis. And they don't believe in Solano or they believe in Cardano, whatever. I mean, everyone's got their own opinion. Just buy whatever you think's gonna work and hold it. And I'll tell you what, every bull run, everything goes up like stupid as shit. There was fucking Shiba Inu. Like, there was a coin called Shib. I made a-, a lot of money on Shib. Dude, a lot of people <laughs> did. There was a freaking coin called Cum Rocket. It. it went yeah? up, like yeah. a- 2,000% or something like that. So when people tell me GMT's dead in the water, I'm like, you guys are idiots. Like, step into building like a real company in the real world with partnerships with atletico madrid with uh they're gonna have a they had a partnership with a, a6 they're gonna have one with adidas at some point like and you're telling me that gmt has no chance to do a thousand x in the next bull run like what you're out of your mind like people just the queen died and they made a bunch of tokens called like fucking prince Charles coin and shit and those all went up like that's crypto guys it's wild it's crazy and it gets euphoric like we're just in a bear market so like when the bull run comes like it'd be pretty smart of you to just keep stacking for the next few years because you will you will regret if you don't i almost guarantee it
0: my favorite window was when elon would send out a meme tweet and people would try to find some coin some stock some something that related to some word he used in that meme or they'd just create a brand new coin or token, and then it would go up 1,000%. It was so much fun. There were people that were building bots that would monitor his Twitter and auto-trade into things they thought would hit. It just unreal, the, the, the fun that can be had in the crypto so my space. Buddy,
6: my buddy was like, should I buy Dogecoin? And this was like Mar- March or April 2020. And I'm like, Oh it's a shit coin it's garbage it's worthless don't do that it's so stupid it's a meme coin the founder of dogecoin sold all his coins for a honda civic like it's stupid don't buy it dumbest mistake like, oh if i just put like two grand into it at that time like as a fuck it just gamble yeah. like i literally I, it went up to like 87 cents it would have been worth like i don't know like a million dollars probably like it's like crazy that's crazy elon tweeted about dogecoin and it just fucking skyrocketed and i was at the same time that like gamestop and amc were skyrocketing and it was just like shit was wild <laughs> like, i couldn't believe it it's like elon puts a tweet out and it just sent it just sent everything up without no you know, i've made a lot more money on shib and doge than i have on
0: bitcoin and ethereum it's wild how that works it,
6: a lot of people did there was a kid i saw on twitter who was like i'm leaving twitter guys i made generational wealth on shib i'm consulting my like wealth accountants and stuff and he straight up left Twitter. I've never seen him since. He's like a big <laughs> account. I mean, that's the goal, right? The You're on Twitter shit posting to try to get like generational wealth. Like, what's the point after? <laughs> <sighs> I,
0: I, I love the, the, the subtle flex of Cozy as he pulls off the, uh, the face guard, exposing the beard, the K10 and the world. Um, I definitely want to go to Cozy next to ask. Money, a question, but 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 any reactions from the cast, K10? What do you think about the beard?
4: He's not a fan of beards. <laughs> <Hashtag> <laughs> keep the
6: beard, Abe. Keep the beard. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, yeah. no, shave it off.
6: You're like an army, um, baby. army brat, right? Yeah, that's why. Right. Or military, that's why. Yeah, so that's why. I mean, you're, you're just used to like military clean cut,
3: yeah, clean shave and handsome men. Yeah, been around
4: them all <laughs> my life. Love it, interesting. Your... Love it. Cozy it is, you're up. He's
5: scruffy.
4: Uh, <laughs> no, my, I mean, my question would be kind of le- uh, linked to kind of what we do e money with our space, but also with everything you kind of just discussed. So it's a perfect transition. Is I always talk about being like a complete novice in the space. Obviously, you ha- you're not like a massive, massive whale, but you've been up and down a few times to see kind of what's been going on. I don't know if his picture looks exactly like the whale in his Twitter or not, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh, no, sure. it just, it would be more along the lines of as a complete beginner who is trying to stack, obviously NFA, not financial advice, but like, how do you take small little steps to stack? Because obviously, you know, even now, for example, I'm stacking soul as often as I can with my, now all of a sudden my portfolio of shoes has gotten to a point where it's like, Oh, Wow. I can actually make some some soul off gems. I can actually make some BNB off of gems. I'm not on BNB or ETH, but as exactly as you said, that's an idea I have is to go onto either of those realms and then hopefully build, as you said, over the next one, two, three years in order to DCA dollar cost average into all, all, all of these different projects. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that perspective to understand, like, how do I just start to stack? Because it's so tempting to say, I'm going to sell all my soul, buy GMT and mint, or I'm going to sell all my soul and buy, buy some gems and upgrade. And the next thing you know, pff, it's all gone. So I'd just love to hear like what, what your perspective is on that from seeing the game and playing the game.
6: So you mean just in step or do you mean like in DCA and in regular life too?
4: This is a step-in podcast, so in reality, I'd love to hear how you do it in step-in. But then, of course, like, in general, as, like, an overall encompassing is also quite valuable. As you can see, Beth is nodding as well, and she would love to learn from you as well. Uh,
6: all right, so first off, in, like, regular life, I just, just the stories, like, my uncle, right? He lived through the internet uh, tech boom, like, the crash, the, the market crashed, and he got scared away from it. And he told me the biggest regret he had in his life was he, he, he knew Amazon was a good company. Like out of all the ones he didn't know about Apple and all that stuff, but he knew Amazon was a good company. He believed in it and he didn't buy any of it. I mean, they had like six 90% drawdowns on the Amazon stock in the early 2000s. People don't understand that. People don't look at history. People don't realize that his biggest regret was not just buying it and buying it and buying it and buying it and buying it. And buying it. So with me, I mean, every single paycheck, put ten percent in Solana, like set it and forget it. Like you can set up a recurring buy on Coinbase if you want. Like just every single month, whatever like just look at your finances. Okay, my I got my paychecks. All my bills are paid. I put some of that away into savings. I have X amount, put that into Solana or something you believe in, right? And just keep doing that over and over and then you'll totally be rewarded when things finally like really improve um and as far as the step game I mean it, it's weird right it's like I'm gonna actually start something uh once I reach so pe- a lot of people have just given up on the ethereum realm totally and not me uh I'm just minting in there because I want to get to 20 energy and then once I get to 20 energy uh I already have an uncommon shoe with good luck stats and I already have an uncommon shoe that's level 28 with good efficiency stats and so once i get to 20 energy i'm gonna start a thing on twitter where every single month i'm gonna tally up how much solana i made and how much ethereum i made from selling gems and that's my strategy moving forward is just to stack as much ETH and solana as i can uh if prices go down i'll keep doing the same strategy if anything changes, then I have to adjust. step has changed on us many times, so we're going to have to adjust as it goes. I mean, GMT earnings come out. I'm going to earn as much GMT as I can as well, so that's probably going to change. But I'm still going to stack gems, so I might do like a day. I might wait until I have like four lined up, level six. Mystery boxes, and then just walk with my GMT earner and just earn GMT, and and then I, you're gonna have to do a day of GST just to open those boxes. But so that's what I like about and. There's a lot of different ways to uh, make money in it, and people are like, "Well, I'm not making much money anymore." It's like, yeah, because you you're still not a believer. You gave up. You're stuck on the GST mindset. You ain't gonna make shit with GST, guys. It's it's pretty useless. So like, you have useless in terms of trading it for dollars. So mint with it um use tobin mystery boxes level up level one gems i don't i don't sell level one gems like you're not making much money there i always upgrade them if it doesn't work it doesn't work but the gst who cares um so i sell all my level two and level three gems i'm not sitting here stacking up gems like believing that those are going to the moon someday they might but i'd rather have the solana and the ethereum so that's how i take step in right now But again, things are going to change. And and when these GMT rainbow shoes come out, I've got a lot of sneakers ready to burn for that because I I want one of those. Because if you're one of the people in that small pool that's earning that percentage, like you're going to make a ton of GMT. And a lot of people might sell their GMT and lower the price of GMT. But I mean, I believe in stepping as a company. I do believe, and it's not because I think like they're going to, they 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 care so much about us, all this, all this stuff. Like I'm in here with no emotion, guys. I'm an investor. I'm just no emotions, no attachment. I do believe they're gonna succeed because they're the market leader. They're the first here. They have a huge war chest. They can change and iterate and do so many things until it works like GMT is their governance token. So that's the one that you stack. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But if I spend the next, I don't know two years stacking gmt every chance i get and i've got this crazy amount of gmt and the next euphoric bull run it it goes 100x like that's just it's a no-brainer to me i don't need steppen's money like steppen's money on a daily basis is not my career it's not my job i didn't quit to be a fucking professional walker for you guys <laughs> so like I'm just using it to add to my crypto bags. Like that's just all I'm doing. And I'm going to stack Solana with the gem sales. I'm going to stack ETH with the gem sales. And I'm going to stack GMT. GST, I only stack GST so I can open boxes or mint or this or that or whatever or I just trade it for GMT when I need GMT. So that's how I treat step in and that's how I would DCA in real life too as well. Just add a little bit of your paycheck every single month, week, whenever you get paid just a little bit here and there
5: Love it.
0: i mean what you're describing is dollar cost average dca people yeah. have done this for decades with mutual funds and the stock market and 401ks and, and you name it like it's it's tried and true when the market inevitably has its ups and downs when things are at their peak you'll be able to buy fewer of whatever it is you're buying into and when they crash down to the bottom you'll buy a whole lot more and if you adjust it the things that you're holding and the things that you're continuing to purchase over time, the dollar cost average over time, are the projects you believe in. Amazons, the Apples, the Solanas, the Ethereums, the Bitcoins, the, the Steppens of the world, that method has a great chance of
4: succeeding long term. and um, I think it's smart. I
0: think it's a really I, smart find it su-
4: I find it super interesting as well, E.Money, that you say that, the, that there's multiple plays, ways to play the game is why it's great. Because the amount of people on Twitter that actually comment on it and say, there's too many things going on. They just added this, and now they've added rainbow sneakers, and now they're doing this, and now they're doing that. And it's like, of course they're adding new mechanisms to play the game. You, if you're playing one way, then of course GST is down and everyone's pissed off. But if there's multiple ways to earn, multiple ways to do this, multiple ways to do that, like, of course it's going to make much more complexity to the game, which means that you, like a simp, a simpleton won't be able to just easily earn money just like that, right? So I think that the, it's, it's super interesting that you say that as somebody who's an experienced investor and exactly as James just said, it's just a matter of like looking at it DCAing and that's how I've approached it now is I've completely flipped it. No more money. I don't think about anything in money terms anymore. Think about things in Sol. I think about things in ETH. I think about things in BNB. That way, if you, if you earn five Sol, you're like, okay, maybe it's $30. Maybe it's 25. Maybe it's 10. But if I make 110 soul, I've made my ROI in soul back, which is what I invested when I first started when it was $93, right? So I think if you look at it in that perspective, kind of like how people do in Bitcoin, you're like, why did you buy it at 93,000 or 73,000, but you won't buy it at 21? It's the exact same perspective.
6: Yeah. And it's also like, cry me a fucking river. They made the game harder. Like, (laughs) that's fucking life, dude. Like, are you kidding me? Like, there's 1% of the fucking world owns 99% of the wealth for a reason. Making money's hard. It's not supposed to be easy. Like you got in at the peak top of stepping after a euphoric bull run. That's like getting in and Beth got in at Bitcoin at 69k. She's not fucking calling the Satoshi and saying this is bullshit. You let my bags crash. Like no, you invested at the top and it crashed. Shit happens. I've done it. We've all done it. Like that that's life. Life is hard. Get a fucking helmet. Do you, have, do you have his phone number so that I can call him? Please,
4: please. <laughs> can, can you record that conversation, Beth, please? Oh, my God. That'd yeah. be so good.
0: That'd be so I'll good. find him. Yep. When, when, <laughs> when, you, when your face got angry like that, I saw Wolverine, Imani. You were, yeah. you were the Wolverine, younger, more handsome than, than Hugh Jackman? Is that possible? I think so. Yeah. You, you, were, you were there. I, I, I was just waiting for the
4: shit oh, to no, come out of your dad. hands. I saw the whale grills. I saw the whale grills come come clear out. You come know, through, come through, <laughs> did indeed. What I want to hear about
0: more more about next. Jackman's
6: in Aussie, right? Yeah. I. I just learned, by the way, that it's Aussie. I thought it was Aussie my whole life. Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> I met it. Me and Amanda were hanging out with a couple Aussies in Hawaii, and uh, I learned. I, I already learned a bit of Australian from you, Shan. So I, I told yeah. him he was a good cunt.
5: Yeah, good, too. smart. Yeah.
6: yeah, that's a compliment. Hey guys, Australia. it is. That's a, America, that's a good friend. That's if you're from the, America true. and you're listening yeah. to this, and you heard me say con You're like, oh shit, like it's the atomic yeah, well, bomb Australia, words, Australia, yeah. Australia. Where's the expletive button, I need the expletive thing. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. In Australia, you <laughs> might get invited in for a barbie. You know, true, but in in Chuck America, America you're gonna get foil. punched in the fucking they mouth.
1: They say prawns. It is. Oh wow. Someone someone knows culture. <laughs> it
4: is, but I, I, I gotta go. Hey, let's
3: it's, walk it back. You ha- you can't say Aussie? That's wrong. Oh,
6: it's Aussie. It's, it's Aussie like Aussie Osborne. Me. Aussie
4: yeah, Osborne. Right. I didn't know, know
6: that either. Oz, but- you know what? It's also fucked up because I've met a lot of fucking Australian people and it took till like now for someone to tell me I was saying it wrong. Like just fucking tell me I was saying it wrong no. the whole time. I would have no, known no. this six years ago.
4: No, 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 no. Hold yeah. on, hold on. I'm going to step in for that one, E Money. They love to screw with people who don't understand their language. The most common joke in Australia is drop bears. Drop bear. You'll go- yeah, drop bear? Oh, my <laughs> God. They have hit so many people with drop bears and the amount That's of elaboracy awesome. that goes behind oh God, yeah. the stories of how a drop hey, bear. Hey, 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 we can't give away the drop bear or
0: something. Bears. No, 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 don't give it away. It's really dangerous. I've, it's it's really I've dangerous. caught
6: people, I have now caught people with the drop bear joke, so don't. Don't give this right. away, all right? That's We're very, to very
0: similar to, to the southeastern part of the U.S. We take people snipe hunting, and they, they take a pillowcase, and we go out at night, and we use flashlights to catch snipes, and you catch them in the pillowcase. Very, very similar thing that uh, you do not want to yeah, spoil. I've heard of that one.
3: Catching, catching the wild haggis in mm-hmm. Scotland. Yep. Similar, yep. I think.
0: Yep. I feel like there's snipe something hunting? like that everywhere.
4: Yeah, you're you're in the wrong not part of the world, up. Cozy. What is that? Dora? Dora the Explorer. Sniper, no sniping. Sniper, no sniping. Why That's we, it? You it. You got it.
6: Why do we, as people, just love to fuck with people? Like in Boston, I know. People, me and my friends, like if people would ask us for directions, we'd be like, yeah, take a right and a left. You'll be there. And it'd be the totally opposite direction. Like, and it yeah. was just a pure joke. And then we'd, we'd go, we'd get our shitty Dunkin' Donuts coffee and we'd laugh it off and we'd be like, ah. yeah. That, that fucking idiot just went to the. That fucking idiot just went the completely wrong direction, and we just laugh about it like assholes. Yeah. And the beauty is,
0: yeah, the beauty is, we'll we'll fuck with a complete stranger because we're annoyed yeah. that they're in our part of the world and don't know what the fuck they're doing. But we'll also fuck yeah. the same exact way with our best friend because we think it's hysterical <laughs> to make fun of the best friend that doesn't know what's going on. Absolutely, Absolutely. good. I'm getting an echo back from I don't, somebody. I, don't I can do hear. That. I can hear the broadcast coming back through. Um, Imani, I want to hear more about living to earn on Twitter, on Twitter spaces. What is what is the Twitter space about? I've I've tuned in and, and, and heard some stuff on Stepin, on Genopets, on Sleep Agachi, on others. I know you got Cozy that pops on there along with you. Give us an idea of like when it broadcasts and kind of what your plans are for this podcast, for this Twitter space.
5: Can yeah, I say something so- first? Yeah, go for it.
0: Do it. The
1: older you do get, the more rules are gonna try to get you to follow. <laughs> You just got to keep
5: living,
6: man. L I B. McConaughey's the man. If you guys haven't listened really to his is. Audible, like listen to his book, Greenlight. Greenlight. But anyway, so, uh, I don't know. I started doing these spaces with Stepin, and I don't know, Amanda was like, you should like do your own spaces. And I'm like, uh, I got a lot of work going on. It's kind of a pain in the ass. I don't feel like committing to anything. And then it kept going, and people kept... Literally, I was getting DMs from people like random people like you should do a space like you should do spaces or join more spaces or whatever. And so I kept thinking about it like it's like stepping crashed and like, but the community's still strong. And like I'm looking at all these other projects that started coming up like Geno Pets and like they started doing their stuff. And I thought, you know, it is this is like what I'm preaching to people like we, sh- we should be like because like a lot of people were like, Oh, Stephen has our data. They're going to sell our data. That's that's terrible. And I'm like, not really. Like, everything you do in life, they're collecting your data and selling it anyways, right? If they're going to pay me for it, I don't give a shit, right? Like, it's like, I, we already live in a world where they're going to do this to us anyways. We might as well get paid for it. So now I see all these other projects coming out, and I'm just like... I start talking to Cozy because I know he had podcast experience. Like, look at that mic. This fucking guy's got, like, a Joe Rogan setup, you know? And so... I'm like, talking to Cozy, we usually vibe pretty well in spaces anyways. And I'm like, let's do something that's not just stepping. Like, there's too many of that. Like, there's there's people doing it daily. There's people doing it every other day. Like, And it's like, I don't want to be just tied to one project. I want to talk about a lot of projects for people. And so we came up with, like, this idea. And then we're trying to come up with ideas. And, like, we kind of already knew we were going to call it. I, I put that post on Twitter to see if anyone gave us a better name. But like living to earn was just, it, it, it felt right. And then Cozy came up with the McConaughey line from Days and Confused, which was awesome. And uh, so that's that's the route we went. And I just, I want to share these projects with everybody because a lot of people don't know about them. A lot of people don't have time to do this research and figure out what these projects and how to do it and all this shit. So we want to show these projects to everyone. We want to bring the founders on to tell their story, why they're going to be good, why they're going to be different. Like, what sets them apart, like just, just every like thing about it. And then we also want to bring up people in their communities that are using it, that have alpha strategies, that know how to play the game, that, that can give away some of the secrets. Cause like a lot of people in step didn't know what to do either. And so like, we would get on these spaces at the beginning and like, be like, we're doing this and that. And James would do his mint strategy. And like, I would come on and do tell my strategies and it helped a lot of people out. Like it really did. And so we want to help as many people out as we can from as many communities as we can. And uh, I also don't want to be tied to one project because like, if something goes wrong with that project, like I'm not an official ambassador. Like some of you guys, like if they do some bullshit, I'll call them out on their bullshit. Like I have no affiliation with anybody and I I'm mostly positive person. I try not to get negative about anything, but um, I don't want to be tied down to one project specifically. I want to talk about all these projects um uh, because some people right they can't use, they they can anybody can make the time but some people can't go outside and use the gps like when they have two jobs trying to feed their family during this bad inflation they're doing two waiting jobs at breakfast place and then a uh, lunch place they can do Gino Pets, right like because it just takes a step Connor. and we can all talk about anti-cheats i'm not going to get into that like i'm not a fucking tech guy right so but like those people who are walking around all day inside they get to they get to still play a game like this and eventually can make some money and then people sleep everyone's sleeping so people can make money sleeping i mean i don't know how much money you're gonna make but it's it's still pretty cool you're already sleeping and if you have a device you make a little bit more and i mean you learn sleep habits like that's what this is all about too guys it's like it's not just the money like step in 100 percent created a healthy habit for people i don't give a shit if you're mad that your, your bags went down or whatever 90 95 of the people who flipped out didn't sell they were just walking every day and they're like my bags are going down this sucks like i, I hate stepping well you're fucking walking oh so guess what you you're doing something healthy for your life they made your life better like some might say well my mental stress is worse well you know what someone come out with a fucking meditate turn i don't know Maybe then you med- your your mind can get better. I don't know. But sleep to earn is good for you. Like if you, like Cozy, he he, he said he wasn't having great sleep. Well, now he's like specifically going to bed. I even heard him in a spaces was like, oh shit, I got to leave the spaces because if uh-huh. I don't get there in the next 15 minutes, I can't get too <laughs> in the morning, you know? Love that. So like these things are creating incredible habits for people. And that's the whole point. Like it's going to help your life get better and you're going to earn something. So like, There's a read to earn coming out where you like, as long as they put good articles and stuff that's like beneficial for you to read, like, and you can earn something, like, that's gonna create a habit in itself. Like, these are habits that form. Once a habit is formed, it's hard to break from that habit. So if you're used to doing a daily walk for an hour, just go three days without doing it. You're like gonna like fiend for it. Like you're gonna want that walk because it like it was great for you. Made your life better. Like you enjoyed it. Like. And if you don't enjoy it, you're just a miserable, you're just a miserable fuck. So just, I don't know what to tell you. A
3: miserable cunt. I mean, just <laughs> yeah,
6: maybe
4: mi- a miserable cunt. <laughs> uh, just to piggyback okay. on that, that. It takes 21 days, three weeks to form a habit. So it's if you do three weeks of any app, you're literally, according to definition of science, establishing a habit. I'm at 41 days of this sleep one, and as you said, like I'm on a space, and it's like 9:35, and my bedtime is at 10. 15 and if I don't get to bed by 1030 I lose like a certain amount of multiplier for a certain amount of tokens and etc It sounds stupid But at the end of the day if it gets me in bed instead of me staying up until 1 a.m Doing absolutely nothing like watching Netflix or whatever crappy habit I have, you know what I mean? Like it's so crazy like all these different and like we were talking about that was one of the coolest things of why we Came up with Concept. was like in an idealistic world wouldn't it be cool if we're just sitting on a beach and earning from all the different things that we just do on a normal daily basis, whether that's listening to podcasts, or reading, or sleeping, or moving, or whatever. And the the future of that is incredibly like bright for that, especially with crypto. Uh, well, falling as it is now, but eventually, as you said, likely going to pop back
6: up. Yeah, and I, did I
2: made it. Do you say beach? Beach to Because I'm down for that as well. Oh,
6: beach yeah. Turn. <laughs> yeah, my so tie My time right. on the beach. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah there's also projects coming out like lift weights to earn like uh like caliston and stuff like that i don't know how they're gonna like implement that or keep people from non-cheating i don't know but it's an interesting concept and then i mean like i just, just sent you the dm about
0: out. one that was like uh a, 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 I I probably shouldn't say this publicly but who cares it was a drive to earn that hit me up on yep. linkedin well hive, know, and...
6: hive mapper too hive mapper i, I pre-ordered oh, yeah. hive mapper and it's <laughs> It's essentially, they're going to try to create a Waze database, but reward you to drive. So you just put this device in your car and you drive and you're going to get tokens for it. And so, I mean, I drive a lot. I might as well just put that fucking mount on my car and drive with it. And then I made like a post not that long ago. It was like a joke, but it was it's actually kind of serious because, I mean, you know, there was like this stupid thing going around with a guy that created the toilet where you're gonna make money to take shit yeah and i was like so you're telling me i can wake up in the morning shit to earn go for a walk with step move to earn go into my house read to earn and then go to sleep and sleep to earn i was like the working man's a complete sucker like which is like one of my favorite lines from like a bronx tale and it's just like it's like so crazy how like there's gonna be these things and i'm gonna use all of them i'm gonna use every bit of it and it's just like extra money extra money like even if it's not much money it's extra so it's like there's so many millionaires who all they did with their life was add extra things of like just cash flow right like just like little things like whether it's a side hustle that makes them an extra 200 bucks a month and then there's this other thing that makes them 300 bucks a month and then they have a real estate that makes them 2000 a month and then by that you just keep adding these things that are cash flow and they just add money to your pocket like over time you can live off that. Like it's just it's just some people want that quick fix, quick get rich scheme and it's just those don't come easy. They don't usually exist. So you just got to like learn to add cash flow to your life. It's also fascinating to me that
0: the insurance companies in the states And I'm sure this happened worldwide, came out with these little electronic modules that you could plug in to the, I think it's the ECM dashboard of your car. And it would basically track like how fast you're accelerating, how fast you drive, how quickly you stop. And you could get lower car insurance premiums based on good driving. And the majority of the consumers were like, fuck that you're not getting my data i don't want you to know how much i drive where i drive how fast i drive if i stop or don't stop if i accelerate if i decelerate i don't want you to know any of that but then all of a sudden you come out with an app where it's like we'll pay you some crypto tokens if you let us know how you drive oh yeah yeah yeah
6: sign me up (laughs) yeah how about like people we probably all have in our life like aunts uncles grandparents whatever that are like like afraid that like their phone was being tapped back in the day and now they're like, hey, Alexa, turn on blah, blah, blah. It's like oh, a yes. fucking spy a spy to control your life. It's <laughs> listening to you every second. You have a fucking Roomba, which takes the data from like, just like the size of your house and like different things in the house and sells that data. That's why Amazon bought them. They didn't buy them because yeah. the vacuum's great. Like, it's like, you, it, it just blows my mind when people are like, I don't want to give my data away. It's like, you, you literally have an iPhone in your pocket. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: I've got family members Dude, that would take sticky notes. Giving data away.
6: Yeah, I have family
0: members that would take sticky notes and like rip off a little corner of the <laughs> sticky note and put it over the webcam on the laptop because they're afraid that somebody is going to record them when they're not wanting to. That all of a sudden yeah, now have hilarious. like Amazon Alexa in five different that's rooms. Weird. They've got their cell that's phone weird. they carry with them everywhere. They've got their iPad. They've got their TV that's got a webcam on it. They've got they're they're being monitored twenty four seven. And they mention a product you know, I'm thinking about going on a trip to whatever. And all of a sudden they start going through Twitter or going through their, their Facebook and they're getting served ads for whatever they said vocally. They got picked up these places and they don't even get that they've they've completely done exactly what they were afraid of.
6: Has ever got an email, like that spam like, email where they're yeah. like, we filmed you jerking off or something. And it's like, <laughs> dude, like... What? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like,
3: no actually it's like yeah. we're gonna
6: release we're gonna release the video to all your contacts if you don't send us one bitcoin but <laughs> <laughs> at least do so hey, i can E-Mani. upload it to my only fans like, and make money
2: I'm the only one that's gotten that email <laughs> no, no 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 i'm
1: telling oh, you a big, it's a big <laughs> scam yeah, it, a
5: big
6: i laughed myself
1: it, and i was like no one wants to say that but no, that's it happened amazing. to
6: amanda <laughs> it happened to me and i'm like i'm like yeah go ahead dude send it out like you're a fucking loser. Okay. I'm not giving you a Bitcoin. <laughs> my,
4: my my mom does the my mom does the exact same thing. It's hilarious. She she so she has the Google Nest, which is like the thing that sits on your ca- kitchen table, yeah. and it has like the camera and everything. And when I go home, yeah. I, she always I, still I, does this. She unplugs it and turns off the camera, and then doesn't turn it on. And, she, and I'm like, why do you have that unplugged? What happens if our grand like grandma wants to call and whatever? And she's like, it's fine. I pl- unplug it because I don't want them to see me. And I'm like, mom, they don't want to see you naked in the kitchen swearing at my sister in the middle of the morning it's they don't really care about that and then as you said he's like what about your phone oh yeah yeah but that's that's different it's like no it's literally no, it's same the thing. same thing <laughs> it's probably worse no doubt she sleeps beside her phone like that's the thing it's like oh my there's god probably, there's probably, we probably take it to the bathroom we, say,
5: we
0: spend more do. time exactly. with our
4: phone while we're going to the bathroom than we do anything exactly
0: yeah wild eric yeah, uh, yeah. E- 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 Money, um your your podcast your twitter space is every
6: wednesday what time yeah, Wednesday at ten AM mountain time. Uh cozy, what time is that for you over in Switzerland? It's six PM s- uh Central Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's four different times. It... What are you talking about? Yeah, why, why... No, he's he's in Switzerland. I'm in Yeah, but he said Colorado. Eastern
4: Central Standard, but that's East it's that's... Central Central European sta- okay, Standard Time? that's different. D E S T, whatever the E stands for. <laughs> <laughs> whatever
6: um it just it just fits both our schedules because he perfect. gets out of work i'm up in the morning anyways so it, it just works and Hello? uh it's noon for a lot of people on the east coast a lot of people have lunch time at that time so it's It's a pretty pretty decent time um perfect not it's also pretty good for cali people because it's 8 a.m it's before they're actually usually at work so yep. i think it's, it's a is- sweet spot for most people yeah it's interesting yeah. to find that spot
0: when like Australians can, can participate and everybody in the U.S. can participate and like Hawaii and everybody in Europe can participate. We got Shan. It's like, you know, after 1 a.m. for him now, uh, it's, it's tricky. I think 5 p.m. U.S. Is, is an interesting kind of window. And then first thing in the morning U.S. is an interesting window. We, we yeah. appreciate Shan for being up in the middle of the night, and then knowing that after this is over, and we have three or four Bloody Marys, he's gonna go run like twenty nine energy, and then come home and get his significant other's device, and probably run another thirty energy. <laughs> no doubt no,
1: no. And now, because Money is like I'm kind of, you know, support him with his nineteen. 19- i run Dude, or whatever. Go to go
6: to, go to sleep after this. Don't do that for me. Uh,
4: <laughs> Wake up. I, in I the usually morning. get up at three
1: o'clock anyway, so it's gonna run into that. Uh, so it's the beginning whatever. of his day.
4: It's fine. it's fine. Shans on Android, so he's not on the sleep on the sleep to collect or sleep to earn apps. <laughs> God,
3: I thought you were no. gonna say Shans on cocaine because it's <laughs>
4: where does
0: your it's mind nothing. go? I, I mean, if you it's watched uh, the video where he was live on Bazzi. National <laughs> Australian oh. News on Channel Nine, I mean, the eyes were pretty. Pretty wide. I'm, I'm excitable, crazy, okay. man. I'm excitable. That's all it is. I'm excitable. It was the bright <laughs> oh, lights of the video came camera moment. at like four thirty. I, 4:30 I in wanted the morning. to ask
6: you that. I wanted to ask you about that, like, because I I don't really know. I've never asked an Australian this, but like, do you guys actually care about the royal family? Like, is that like a thing? Like, you guys were like, few, they're like prison camp forever. A few do. Um, but yeah, no, not
1: really. Like, yeah, there yeah. are like the older <laughs> generations do. Um, we're more thinking like you know. Uh, what the commonwealth is going to happen now because obviously we're part of the commonwealth yeah, so yeah, obviously yeah. with that whole situation i think that's mainly what australians are like oh what's gonna happen with all that now but yeah like that was kind of yeah
4: i, I like we care
1: like because it's a human being but yeah
6: know, i, don't I, think I just like,
1: like, oh like, like yeah yeah, yeah. no, no the answer is like... yes
4: but not at 4 a.m yeah <laughs>
1: <literally>. <laughs> before my first coffee i'm like oh
4: yeah she's
0: great good chick
3: <laughs> after yeah. your first bump
0: yeah, then you know, talk
4: fair. It's fair. Why was
0: it like? Uh, takes out his little key. Yeah. Think, <laughs> why are
4: we doing cocaine? The, the queen <laughs> had been there for like the
0: entire lifetime for a lot of people, and so she had been there for so long that I'm sure she held a special place for a lot of everybody. Don't yep. get the gut feel that Prince Charles is going to hit that same. Place King Charles. Whatever. You guys all saw
6: that video I sent out. So bad. Oh my god! I was
0: just they like did that.
6: the over for oh, Prince Charles. so good. And he's like, "America, first off, America, we're taking you back. You've been back free yeah. to for two fucking So long. good. And then he's like, "Australia, Australia we're turning you back into a fuck camp. off prison
0: camp or something." like that So funny. And it was edited so well, where it was like him <laughs> giving oh the god. speech, yeah. and then like it would pan to the yeah. audience, and he'd be saying the other stuff, and then pan back to him, and was it was done so and he's well. like
6: Charlie's in fucking charge now That's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I, I instantly thought Charlie bit my finger and so I'm going down that oh, yeah. whole path and trying to figure out how it ties to that and uh so good. And then and then you combine yeah, yeah. it with the videos that we've seen that have come out with him just abusing the staff where he like sits down at the table and he's all proper and he's got to sign a document and and, and there's like the, the little inkwell down there and he's like looking at the inkwell like move, 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 move the inkwell out of my way. It's like, it's like, it, it offends me that the inkwell is here on the table. And it's, he, he's not going to be likable for a lot of people, I think. I think that's going to be. Yeah, a-
3: but that motherfucker had to wait a really long time, man. Like, yeah. what to talk about? Yeah.
0: wait a long time and, and, and like having servants 24-7, 365 and living in the lap of luxury? Like, who cares?
4: A blanket will sure be William, don't worry about it. Blink and it'll be William, so don't worry about it. I don't know he <laughs> I could know, live to like ninety-eight 72. too. You know,
3: I mean he's yeah. old.
4: No, he's like forty or thirty something.
3: No, no, no. Uh, King Charles is seventy. Oh
4: yeah, seventy yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
3: William is like a year. I mean, what? I have no idea how no. old he is. <laughs> <laughs> just like... It's
6: just one of those things where it's like a monarchy still exists, and I'm just like, really like, and it's just like everyone in England cares a lot, but like no one yeah. in the like a lot of people like in america we don't care at all about that I, obviously we don't like mm. we care someone died but like we really don't care like i just assumed it's just a snobby rich spoiled brat family like and like when someone was like the whole thing came and out in right an america
3: anyways so yeah yeah no. but when in the, the whole story
6: came out with megan markles like and they like they're like banished from the family and she was saying they're racist and stuff it's like yeah duh like it's the, the British <laughs> royal family like yeah. they're like the richest whitest like monarchy ever like like it's like i, I would assume they're racist like they're like 90 something years old yeah.
4: i honestly think with charlie in charge it's going to be better james i think it'll be better because it means a lot more drama for hollywood and for it might everybody.
0: be it might be i mean yeah, i agree I, I feel like us citizens world even worldwide citizens were were enthralled with um Harry and and William's mom right that whole thing that oh. whole it, it was it was a it was a princess fairy tale wedding with Diana um the the tragic death the whole thing and, and I look at at William and kate and I look at Harry and Megan and they're they're so much more apt to look good on social media and and you know it, it's it's Beverly Hills 90210 or Real Housewives on Steroids like like i think the whole world pays attention to this family there's no doubt yeah. i just don't feel Remember. like king charles is going to be the likable one that william and and harry and everybody else yeah. is so much more like the queen so much more likable and then you think about like uh, the the other the uh, you know uh, charles brother and like all the oh my god there's so much politics oh. and drama and crazy epstein nonsense there that you could make movies for ever, just on that family, you know?
3: Yeah, I remember, but that cracks me up because uh, I lived in Massachusetts too. Um, and I remember, I remember this very vividly that when Princess Diana died in the car crash. My dad, I was like raking leaves in the front yard. We were in Worcester at the time. And my dad like came out of the house to tell me, he's like, Princess Diana just died. And we were like, we cared. Like, we fucking cared. I mean, that, I mean, she was. Well, now she was, you know, a global humanitarian figure. I mean, she was a, a great lady. Uh, but it is It is weird. I think that there still are some vestiges of, and, and, and Queen Elizabeth II as well. I mean, she was the longest reigning monarch in, you know, British history. Uh-huh. Uh, right. You know, she's just a titan uh, historically. And so, yeah, I care about that. I mean, do I care about it from like, the spirit of 1776, no, but like as a historical figure, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's important. That was a, that's a moment.
0: Yeah. Just mm-hmm. for the fun of it, let's go around the room quickly. I feel like there's these moments in time where the FK was assassinated or the, the Challenger shuttle exploded, or nine eleven happened, or, or, or Princess Diana died. E- each one of us, let's go around the room and, and give, us, give us an example of one of those that sticks out in your mind where, like, you remember it, you remember where you were and what you were doing when it happened. And, and, and while you guys are doing that, I'm getting another Bloody Mary. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Pushy, and I already They're went... Out.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, mine was going to be September 11, because um, that was the big moment, but also Bali bombings. So like when, because obviously being in Australia, ba- Bali is like right near us. It was a big bombing in Bali. And I remember that being quite like, wow, that's like next door. Like we'd never really had something like that. You know, it's a bit the same as when you're in London with all that situation. Um, It was kind of like it was in a street that I'd been to. You know, I'd been a tourist in that street yeah. and gone to that pub and stuff like that. And because Bali's like the nice people, you know, the Balinese are the most beautiful humans. Um, you kind of just knew how much they were struggling already. and It really kind of hit home, I think, a little bit because it only made their situation harder. So, yeah, I remember, you know, it was probably, I was at work and I was 25, probably 25 at the time. But, yeah, and otherwise, 7 11, uh, um, September 11 um, was, you know, being at school and that was quite traumatic for everyone, I think. So.
0: Yeah. Wow. The Bali bombing doesn't stand out for me. I don't know that that hit the U.S. market probably the same way no, that it did guys. I don't you guys. Think
3: I know
0: what I no, want to dig into that now just to hear about it. I'm, I'm glad I could hear that from perspective of some different part of the world. Mm-hmm. Beth, how about you?
2: Um, so I was in fifth grade when 9-11 happened. And so I feel like a lot of the events that have happened, like I've been in my own like childhood. You know, like when you're a kid, like everything is, surrounding you right so it didn't really like affect me that because i didn't understand what was happening or anything like that um so honestly i feel like these past events with like all the fires that have been happening um and then COVID, those are like the most impactful because i actually like care about the world and i don't think that it revolves mm-hmm. around me at this point in my in my
0: life you know mine's fifth grade two i'll get to it k-10 well
3: i already went with the, the princess diana one um i would say also one when... Uh, that really affected me was the nightclub shooting in Paris. Um, so that, because I lived in Paris for three years and I'd been on that street and I'd seen it and and it was just so horrid, for some reason that one just really, uh, really impacted my life. And I remember what I was doing and like how I, I learned of it, so kind of weird. They're all tragedies. Somebody come up with something fun and happy. I know.
0: I, know. I think they're the all <laughs> tragedies that stick out in your mind. Born, or
5: something. Yeah.
4: Cozy? Oh, uh, for me, I mean since 9/11 was touched a bunch, it was the exact same as best Mine was like super young and I didn't really know what was going on, but I just remember the like everything stopped. Like life stopped. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they were playing the radio over their speakers and things like that, and I was like I don't really know what's going on, but this is absolutely tragic, but I completely agree with um uh, with Beth about also about COVID. I think that for me, COVID was huge because uh, I was living in Switzerland at the time, and I remember having conversations with people back home in Canada and with people in the States, and it was still that mentality of it's not coming to us, it's never gonna come this way, it's not it's not real, you know, it's denial, 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 and then meanwhile, like I was supposed to go to Italy like the next week for uh, a site visit for work and the entire North of Italy was basically running rampant with COVID and they wouldn't even let us go. So uh, it was very real for me before it became very real for everybody else. And then from there, obviously we know how it turned out. So it, uh, yeah, that's definitely the most shocking moment moment for me. And I'm never going to forget the COVID experience because a, I lived in a different completely different country that I don't know but additionally as well, because I got to see how all these other countries around me reacted to a pandemic or a- epidemic at that time. And things just absolutely just exploded. And we- we're still technically not out of it. If you think about it, we're still in a pandemic at this very moment. So
2: my favorite part of that was, well, not favorite, but, but to like lighten the things, but when the when the, we went through major lockdown, you saw so many pictures of like nature and like animals like on the freeways and walking around and stuff like that. And I kind of missed those moments because I was like, these animals felt free to like and safe. So like there were like ducks in the parking lots everywhere, and you just see different animals like roaming around and just not having to worry
4: about humans. So. And the first <laughs> time in twenty thirty years, they saw dolphins in Venice. Yeah, yeah, I was
6: gonna say that. That was crazy. And Venice's yeah. water was like looking clean. yeah which is like
4: like the most polluted water that that i think they've had in ages because they have lots of boat traffic that comes in and out and and such so it was huge
6: cool to see you money uh definitely the boston marathon bombing Uh, Uh, me and amanda were at a bar two three blocks away drinking i mean that's like just that that's like a tradition in boston like it's a big deal everyone has the day off we all go to the bars uh and i mean we don't even watch the marathon most of us we don't care we're just drinking and having a good time and like we heard it and we all immediately we get evacuated from the bar we had to like walk like there was no road you couldn't you couldn't get drive anywhere like you had to like we had to like walk all the way back to somerville which isn't like a close walk it's a long walk um and it was just so surreal like after that because like i had I trained at the same boxing gym as the brother, like red line in Cambridge. Like I had seen the kid, like I knew him, like the, uh, one of my friends, family members lived in this, like moved into the apartment they were living in because it was a discount after, after they like arrested them and stuff. Like this guy was close to like nearby my city, my, like, like it was just so surreal to see that happen. And just like, the, who would do it at a boston marathon like that you know like it's just like it was just so crazy that that happened in the aftermath and like nine eleven, i was 10 years old i don't even i don't even i was just like oh i have school off like i had no idea what was going on but like mm-hmm. the boston marathon i was like 21 or 22 i forget what what i was and i was drinking at a bar and like I, like we heard it. it was right there like we were so close to that and like there's so many of my family members and friends like were volunteering that day they didn't get hurt or they weren't near that spot but they could have been right like it's just like because like they were handing out water bottles and stuff like that for like cancer and stuff like that so it was just like so crazy and it's like that that even happened and it was just hit home to me so i'll never forget that day
0: i think it's interesting as we went around the room that for each of us i think it ties to like region and the location then Mm -hmm. maybe even to like an age and i think probably the younger you are maybe the bigger that stands out in your mind is like this this big event i was similar to beth i was in fifth grade it was uh january 28th 1986 was living in central florida and you know just just 45 Mm -hmm. minutes you know by car east of us is cape canaveral florida where the shuttle would take off and for the challenger they had krista mcauliffe on there that was an astronaut and a teacher this was the first time ever that they were launching a teacher into orbit so there was a build up for months in advance of all the kids not just in central florida but i feel like nationwide maybe even across the world in some areas where we had a teacher that was going to be in space that was going to be teaching about her experience from space before or after like giving that that impact and so there were lessons plans that 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 the, the teachers in our elementary school had built for the entire semester for the entire year around this the shuttle launch and the, the, the challenger and the way it worked and the you know the main fuel tank and the booster rockets and so many seconds up and then the these come off and it does this and it does that and you know we're gonna watch this live video as they're taken off and, and at my school um we were able to, to watch it on the TV oh, there in the classroom as it was getting ready to start and then it was when it was when it was the final ten minutes we actually went outside and they were broadcasting it on the loudspeakers like it was a field day event. Because you can, from my school, watch the Challenger take off, right? And we had learned, you know, what it looks like when, when the booster rockets separate. And so when it did its thing and we saw the trails, the kids were all like, oh, that's the separation you taught us about that. That's what that is. And then we came in and none of the adults would talk. And there was just this, this, this depressed wow. everything. And, you know, the TVs were on and, and, and there was this unknown of, of what had happened. And I can just remember the impact on me from that event was just so huge for for weeks for months like it made an impact on my life and 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 every future moment be it princess diana or where i was on nine eleven and being a pharmaceutical rep and calling on doctors and couldn't call on doctors the rest of the day went home and and helped my kids and was watching it on tv like everything kind of goes back to that moment of when i was so young and impressionable and what it was like to live through that experience and um it's fascinating yeah. to me how the human mind works and how we remember those things and like I can tell you details about clothes I was wearing, the clothes my teacher was wearing, what my classroom looked like. I can so vividly see the baseball field I was standing on as I was watching that thing go up. And, and like, I was a little kid. I shouldn't be able to remember that. Like I can't think of anything else during that time period of my life, but it like just, just in your mind and prints. It's wild. It's wild how that works.
4: I'm excited. I'm excited to the upcoming future, to be honest, of five, 10 years from now looking back at this moment of like this entire step in I guess you can call it craze and falling into like the move to earn you know the web 3 space for me and I'm sure you know and, and I'm sure that's behind the vision of Stepan as well was like to adopt these people from web 2 to web 3 and I remember you know especially with Imani just mentioning about his uncle you know about the fact that missing the internet craze you know I've always kind of had that in my mind even though I had nothing to do with the internet I grew up we're more or less similar agey money, right? So nineties, we grew up with like the boom of everything. And we're in this weird kind of cross between uh no internet dial up, you know, phone, blah, 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 and everyone has a phone, you can connect to everybody. And now we're talking crypto. So it's it's quite interesting. And I feel like in five to ten years, so from now, gonna flip i mean the size of his celery makes me what die what that tree like, what did you order the biggest ever like what did oh my you do? God. he's got a tree growing out of his freaking Bloody Mary.
3: do it again
1: I oh can't. we build things different down here
0: all right We build different. big it's all bigger in australia australia and texas no
5: boo that's our line that's my line
0: look at that thing can you imagine uh, the memes of us great. just taking bites of celery? Oh, oh God. Yeah.
4: Sorry, Cozy. That was, that was too good.
5: <laughs> no. That was well, too good. Yeah. But,
4: but yeah, regarding step, regarding step In, but also the space. Like, I just feel that, that that's also one of the reasons why I was really happy to join forces with the e-money and uh, get that vibe going from that and start talking about live-to-earn projects because... I feel like, 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 I don't. We don't know how long it's gonna go. We don't know how it's gonna. But for us, it's like, hey, let's keep going and let, let's watch this thing go to the moon. And it would be great in five, ten years to look back and be like, "Do you remember when we started that? When we remember when we started that? Remember that happened?" And very similar to like you just said, it maybe it's not one event, but it's over a slight period of time. I feel like COVID's gonna be that for a lot of people as well, right? So,
0: yeah, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. Before we dip dip into the hot topics for stepping for the week, um, we got a handful of them that, that I want to address. Is there is there a moment in the future that you guys can each see that will be that crypto moment that web three moment that whatever you think will resonate the way that those past moments be described where it's like holy crap i remember this is the date where like mass adoption happened and everybody was in crypto have we already seen that moment or is that something still to come what do you think Shane?
6: not even we're not even close we're at the same uh stage mm. now as 2001 with the internet where ah. uh something like one to three percent of the total popul- global population is using crypto uh yeah. that we're using the internet and people were still saying what's that oh he's the he's this economist what's his name paul krugman the internet's going to be no more important than the fax machine he said that ah. in like 2004 yeah. like what a fucking idiot imagine listening to that economist ah. like imagine listening to that economist as like the internet was like you could start buying stuff on the internet. Like people so were connecting. Like an email came out. Like it totally yeah. replaced everything. And that's what Web three is gonna do for the. Imagine financial bashing market. Amazon
0: because they yeah. had the the vision to not just sell books. What are you doing? You're you're a bookstore. Never buy things online. Nobody's gonna buy anything else but books. Why are you wasting money trying to sell other things? Like it's wild to think about. Yeah,
6: I mean, people people used to say. Have ads that, uh, oh, don't get a car; it won't get through the mud like a horse can. <laughs> like it's like it's like that's what I that's literally what I think too. When people they talk about those cryptos, cryptos they, they weren't wrong, but I, I mean, obviously, the automobile replaced the horse. I mean, and I just obviously, need a Ford F
4: one fifty. I don't know what you're talking
6: about. It's like I say this to my dad, and he didn't really understand it until he got step in, which was awesome. Is like, I sent him usdc to get started and he's like wait like so the money's there now and i'm like yeah you see it right he's like yeah he's like that took two seconds i'm like yeah was like when i go to send a wire i gotta go to the freaking bank i gotta wait in line i gotta do this and that and like now bank of america has it so you can do it online but like you get the point it's like yeah. you guys are fucking dinosaurs like you're gonna be replaced by web3 companies or you're gonna have to adopt it and figure out how to do it like them and it's just like it's gonna hit the masses in my opinion james when like you can store your bitcoin on these major banks or they fucking die it, like bank of america is gonna just die and be replaced by someone like coinbase or ftx or they're just gonna completely be like hey come to us we'll give you two percent reward like uh, interest bearing account to hold your crypto with us like that's when it hits the masses that's when everybody's gonna be like oh shit let me get bitcoin like that's the beauty of that or innovation
0: like, in the way that a capitalistic yeah. economy works right if somebody comes out with a better idea that works faster and better then, then everybody else either has to match it or disappear and we see that over like, and over Visa
6: and mastercard should be shaken in their fucking oh boots God, because yes. their entire business model is to take a percentage of, of charges to do it fast and solana and can a significant
3: percentage too oh, yeah. Not, yeah, not, significant. not not pennies right this is they like could the be Syrian shaking level. in their
6: fucking boots and they're adding cards so that you can use their visa card with crypto but it's going to get to the point where like it's like we don't Everyone's need visa and mastercard yeah. and you don't need to have this stranglehold on businesses like you do we right, can just go direct to the consumers
3: yeah because their competitive advantage right is the security network but that's that's obviated by blockchain, by blockchain yep. blockchain technology. So, like Visa and Mastercard and you know American Express and whatever, they have this stranglehold on. And like I own a business and I have to pay for merchant services, right? And it's like a, like a little bit north of three percent what what we pay on these transactions. And so, uh, what do you pay that for? Well, the pitch is, you know, it's there's security, there's fraud prevention. Uh, but the blockchain blockchain technology would completely it just completely eliminates the need for any of that back end which is why you can do transactions on solana chain for like some insignificant fraction of of a cent and i think it's brilliant and i absolutely think it's the future and uh it's uh i think the biggest challenge there though is Psychologically, we all know this is going to happen. We just don't know the timeline. And I think that there's, you know, the governments of the world are freaking out over decentralization. They're freaking out over losing control of the monetary systems. We have gigantic corporations like Visa and MasterCard who are freaking out about becoming obsolete. We have gigantic corporations like Alphabet and Meta, whatever the fuck Zuckerberg's calling his mm-hmm. the shit these days, who own your information, sell their your information, and... Uh, make all of their dough off of you these people are not going to go down without a fight right like these people are going to do whatever they can lobby whoever they can pull whatever fucking strings they can to to stall or divert the direction of decentralization and that actually is my biggest fear is that uh, I don't think you can squish it I don't think you can you can squish or squash innovation but i am worried because there are behemoths in this space whether it's the united states government or whether it's you know google or jeff bezos or whoever who they have a vested interest in this shit not working and i would not be surprised if many of the bad actors in this space were, in fact funded by some of these larger corporations who do not want the individual to have the freedom that 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 it promises
0: feel like they get Uh, crushed by the better idea though right you think you think yeah. in the past about, like, what a dominant position Blockbuster had in the U.S. market with, with, with videotapes. Aww. And Blockbuster tried to hammer, like, the idea of streaming video and how dumb it was and didn't embrace it, and they got destroyed. And you can go on and on and on with, with examples of Circuit City and Radio Shack and, like, so many corporations that had such a dominant foothold that you either embrace it or you're gone. And um, certainly governments rise to a different level than, than what a company does but I I don't think anybody's going to be able to stop blockchain and web three and crypto. I don't
3: think they're going to stop it. I think what they can do is stall it.
6: So they they
3: had their chance to
6: squash it. They didn't, they didn't take it seriously. They could have killed it immediately and they didn't. And it's just grown to be too big at this point. And I read this book called sovereign individual. Uh, If you haven't read it, it's a really good book. And this guy predicted this stuff happening before there was even crypto or anything. This is in the nineties. Just that like, it would be an internet currency that takes over or something like that. And what's going to happen is governments and El Salvador is not really a great example. Cause it's not a big country or whatever, but governments are going to start uh, realizing we don't want to be tied to the U S dollar, like, and just have the U S dollar U.S.'s boot on our throat. And every time the U S inflates their dollar we you get worse inflation. So, To buy all of our oil and
0: all of our gas and all of our everything based on the U.S. dollar. So
6: Russia announced they're going to start accepting Bitcoin for oil. Like there's many countries that offer services that are going to stop accepting the dollar and they're going to try to look for other currencies. And it's not good for the U.S., but I mean, inevitably, this technology is not slowing down. It's not going anywhere. We either embrace it as a country and get behind crypto and become the leader in it, or we will lose our status as the top dog. And I mean, it's... I don't know what's going to happen and we may see some ugly prices in crypto because the government says they're going to regulate it this and that but the countries that embrace it will do way better it will start offering this is what sovereign individuals about is that countries will start offering things that attract people to their country to move there and if your life is better somewhere else people are gonna move to that place i mean it just is what it is i like got sick of Boston. I found Colorado. I love it here. And we're in a connected world where most people can work from online or still wow. make the same <laughs> amount of money and live wherever they want. Not everybody, but I mean, a lot of people can. And it's becoming more and more that way. So, in my opinion, there's no slowing down crypto. And I mean, yep. it might get slowed down, like you said, but it's not going anywhere. So, I genie's I can't out of the find, bottle I, at
0: this point, right?
6: The genie's out of the bottle. They could have crushed it and they didn't take it serious enough. And now they can't crush it. Like, I mean, El Salvador has it on their balance sheet. Other South American countries are talking about it. Other countries are talking about trading it for oil and this and that. And it's like these countries like Russia and China, they don't want a currency they can't control really. But they also don't want to rely on the US dollar. Like who wants to be no. sanctioned whenever the US decides they want to sanction you? You know? Like it's like they don't want us to have this full power and and they're finding a way to get around it. And that's just it's natural it's gonna happen and like you said the genie's out of the bottle and when people talk about they can shut it down it's like you don't understand it then because it would take you taking control 51 percent of the network and there's nodes all over the world most of these people run them on vpns and tor so no one knows where they're located at this point it's like a five trillion dollar coordinated uh cost to shut down the bitcoin network and you'd have to have access to all the nodes. Like, good luck finding them all. Like, it's totally impossible for them to shut down the Bitcoin network. Now...
3: Yeah, what they can do... Though, don't is trust they do, yeah.
6: USDC and Ethereum as much in terms of a store of asset because they can freeze those any second they want. And, I mean, Ethereum's starting to, like, get tied in with the World Economic Forum to try right. to be climate-friendly. Like, listen, yeah. if Ethereum gets told by them to shut down your assets they're going to do it right so that's why i believe in bitcoin as the biggest store of value it's uncontrollable it's going to be the dominant currency forever ethereum's great too with the merge and stuff because it's like fast transactions but like at that point like solana is just as good so but like if you really want an asset they can't control or take from you it's bitcoin and i mean it's just no the genie's out of the bottle there, there was something I was going to say, James. I, 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 before I started stepping,
4: I know nothing about Web3, right? Zero. Ah. No crypto, nothing. I didn't know anything. So I was like, okay, before I get into this stepping, I should probably get a base and understand what the heck a blockchain is, what the heck a Bitcoin is. <laughs> I just had to open it up on Audible quickly to just to see what, I, what it was because I haven't listened to it in a while. But it was The Basics of Bitcoins and Blockchains by Anthony Lewis. And uh, I, I started listening to it, and it basically starts off by comparing like the money system and currency system of exchanging cows and cat like cattle and things like that and, and and they define what a currency is and they say they say that technically by the definition of currency exchange of cattle is actually better than cash because cash is inflationary and blah 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 whereas value is associated to the cattle and so forth right so right. it was super eye opening to listen to all this but anyhow it, besides the point then it starts to talk about like behind the scenes about how banks ended up finding a way to make all of these like systems work and then make it work for them. I personally think that the mass adoption period is when banks are like, okay, we fold, we have to buy in, we have to do it or else we're on the outs. It's like, you know what it's like? It's like uh, the big short. There was a point that everyone kept denying, denying, denying that in 2008, it was a, it was an uh, economic like depression or whatever it were a recession. The real estate like bubble was absolutely bursting, but they kept denying it and denying it and denying it. And it wasn't until like, they turned and said, okay, we screwed up, we, we're done. And then all of a sudden, like, they had to buy back and do all of this other stuff that they had to basically backpedal. I feel like that's probably where we're going to get, get, get kind of like e-money just said, is Bitcoin and crypto is going to surpass everybody's expectations. It's going to get to a point where banks are like, crap, we better adopt something or else ah, we're screwed. We're screwed. Yeah,
6: we'll and then, and then
4: inevitably, we're gonna, the people, people who got rich off of it, are, there's no going back from it. So exactly what e-money said, you might as well be build building wealth on something that very likely is going to have some value in the future. Maybe it's not the main because I think banks right now, if I'm not mistaken, eMoney money are developing their own cryptocurrencies behind the, the, the curtains right now trying to make that work. Facebook but tried only- too, but they failed miserably. Yeah, but
6: hey, hey, think about it like this is a wealthy, rich in individual Right, I mean, you were a Russian wealthy individual, right? Everything got frozen, everything got shut down. It didn't yeah. matter if it's a CBDC, that's gonna get shut down. You're not gonna be able to use yeah. it. Your assets are frozen, you can't access them. You know, with, you know who got out of Ukraine? You know who got out of Ukraine with wealth? Only people with Bitcoin, nobody else. They couldn't take their money out of banks, they couldn't get over the border with gold or silver. But you got a little USB drive you can hide. Take your ledger with you and all you're good. of your wealth on it in bitcoin you can go anywhere in the world with it so like that's huge for a wealthy person and also right. how about this for a moment that would change everything what if apple made apple pay crypto yeah, there's no way points. it doesn't come for apple and google it's it gonna come and that's my point like that's also one of those moments because apple can be like you know what fuck banks right (laughs) we're we're the bank we already already have all the users they're already heading that way with apple it's like the pirate in the movie on
0: the boat right i'm the captain now yeah Yeah. (laughs) i don't want to piss on the
3: parade here though but what what can be done is throttling internet access and what that will do is probably destroy the
6: economy yeah
3: No, no no specifically with regard to crypto like i live in texas right i'm only allowed to access two exchanges here and i would consider myself relatively savvy but when i think about the other 374 5 million americans uh, who is going to be so savvy about you know, half like these these exchanges don't won't let you vpn they are kyc and that is what the government can do to to try to throttle the progress of crypto and i think we have to keep that in mind because it's not like these people are powerless okay they can prevent they're you they're trying from... to get their
6: percentage the yeah. thing is is that the u.s government it. the u.s government can do that to us but if other countries are using these cryptocurrencies and they're starting to get ahead of us they're just they'll have no choice there's nothing they can do about it and if i'm any other country i'm looking to get outside the us dollar as fast as i can yeah sure But
3: Right. It's like and, and that's, you know, that's great for for El Salvador and Venezuela and Malta and Portugal and all, all these countries where we're seeing adopting crypto. But it's not like the United States has the best track record when it comes to acting in, in the national interests of the people. Right. So
5: it's not really it's see. not
6: in the interest of the people. They will lose their global uh, power. I think that hegemony. was in the interest of the yeah. people for decades right yeah but we're, like, we're everything the U.S. It. did like,
0: was make it to it. where everywhere else in the world they had to trade in U.S. currency that was hugely in the
6: interest of the U.S. people
0: yes
5: it's the only exactly. reason we became what we are hegemony.
6: yeah without a doubt exactly without so they doubt. need to either have a plan and, and get stuff. behind a cryptocurrency to be a dominant force you think they have a plan or they'll get if they don't who knows,
0: who knows? The, need th- one. Th- that's
6: but 17 other do.
3: podcasts
0: anyway But let's rein it back in This is fun I could talk about this for hours We could make nine different podcasts on this And the beautiful part is K10 has one where She talks about this At least once If not twice or three times a week Sometimes for 11 straight hours Of a 20 hours podcast cozy has got one E-Money's got one Shan's got his own podcast We just have to talk Beth Into having her own podcast About whatever it is That she wants to talk about And I will watch all of it Um, But let's rein it in for this one Uh, Hot topics for the week and, And step in uh, was not a huge week for news in the world of Steppen, but we did have a monthly town hall on wednesday and there were big reactions that came from the community about it so i definitely want to go around the room and get everybody's impression of the monthly town hall in addition to that we finished up the 12,000 step challenge and moved into the burger burn challenge and if there's any other hot topics that you guys can think of in the back of your mind that you want to address um, as long as we can go around the room and hit the topics one at a time i will open it up to any other big Step and topics you want to hit, and then we'll close it out for the week because we're we're like hour and forty minutes already, and this has gone fast. <laughs> if you guys don't mind, let's start with with monthly town hall because I think that's a big one. Uh, I'll reserve my opinion for the end because uh, I do have a strong opinion about it. Um, we'll we'll start up at, at top left with Shan. For those that aren't aware, um, the monthly town hall went a little bit longer this month than normal. It's the September monthly town hall. You can find it on my YouTube channel and on Twitter and a few other places. Um, they started out and probably the first 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes was really about Yawn and Jerry. And and it felt like they, the team had this focus of like humanizing the founders, telling stories of how Steppen was founded, and making them feel more personable and more connected and, and gave us that vibe of what it was like back in the early days of doing an AMA every week with Barndog and really getting to learn about them um, and mm-hmm. seeing them as human beings and real people. Um, after that, it felt like Shitty um, was a major part of it. Barndog had a section in the middle, but Barndog didn't feel as much of a host as normal. For the middle section, I felt like Barndog's questions were probably the best part of the entire monthly town hall. He has some really pointed questions that I'm sure that we will go into. Um, after his little section, it felt like Shitty took back over, and it went back to like humanizing and, and talking about some some bigger picture stuff. And for the most part, I feel like we we, we had some... Um, some some stuff brought up that they addressed that feel to me like they could be perceived as a bigger issue than a benefit and very little alpha that came out of it. Um, but before giving too much of my opinion, I'm going to go around the room and say, um, you know, what'd you think of the town hall? What'd you think about the difference in the format this month? And what was the one big takeaway that you took out of it, pro, con, otherwise? Start up the left, top left with Shan.
1: So I don't want to go against the community sentiment. Cause obviously I, when I first listened to it and this isn't me being a, a butt kiss or anything, cause I know people are going to be like, Oh, you know, you just suck onto the team. But like the fir- my first opinion and my first thoughts on it was like, I liked it because it was the one year they are talking about like the history. um, And I guess I don't really go into yeah, town halls hoping for this black and white alpha. Cause I've kind of come to understand that, you know, Yawn uh, doesn't really give black and white. Like he, you have to read, you have to read between the lines. So the alpha he gave and i have three points that he kind of pointed out that i don't think anyone ever actually paid attention to um didn't come in the form of we're going to do this you know it was more like one of the ones was like you know they talked about forgetting about the graphics and focusing on the gameplay <laughs> that kind of but that answered the question to me and i've played games like i've played games before and i've never played a game that i've never had an issue with stepping like apart from transactions like, you know, going back and forth and spending. That's the only issue I've ever had with in game. It runs seeming like, amazingly. Um, the graphic side of it, obviously, we've been debating about the shoes and blah, 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 blah. That kind of answers that question because, obviously, they're cutting back on the graphics to enhance the gameplay side of things. And they may down the track kind of bring that emphasis on the skins and different things into gameplay. But at their moment right now, they want the gameplay to be, like, seamless. Could you imagine if you were going into the game right now and everything was stalling and things weren't working right, Oh my God, it would be a shitstorm, And like that for me, hearing that point, I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And they've talked about it before, but people seem to have missed that. And then obviously they were talking about synergy, which I know Jorn's talked about in the past uh, meeting. It it wasn't an AMA, but he's talked about the synergy between all elements of the game working together. And like, they talked about that within this, this town hall. And they said, you know, synergy has always been a thing, you know, to, and in my head, that's like, you know, the realms work together to create synergy that, you know, the mystery boxes work with GMT earning to create synergy. You know, it's all about creating an ecosystem, that self balances itself. And there are these like, you know, key words they put in there that you kind of like, you know, I guess me looking at it, I'm trying to not look at the black and white. I'm not waiting for Yawn to be like, you know, this is what's coming. And then obviously it was the last point, the last from an hour, 12 onwards, If you listen to that again, like really listen to that. And then even Jerry jumps in and says, don't give away too much alpha. And then most people would be like, what do you mean alpha? Like I didn't hear anything. But what he was saying is, you know, look at the the social, like he's talking about the social fire and he's really leaning towards, you know, the non-tokenomic products, which would be the social fire kind of stuff. And then they kind of went on to say before the end of the year, they hope to release, they said several products, which to me doesn't mean several updates because if it was several updates, just adding elements to the app, that would be a little bit like, you know, they would have said updates or like, you know, improvements to the current app. So for them to say products, I'm like, they're looking external resources for stepping, you know, to bring like that, like for me, that's how I saw it. Obviously people wanted to kind of hear uh, obviously that this month with the, the badge system and achievement system and all that, um, you know, that obviously with GMT has been put into that timeline and also, obviously, Rainbow Sneakers are being brought into that timeline. So something needs to give. Otherwise, we're going to spend twice as much on having people producing more products. Like something needs to give. They don't have a team of 1,000. They have a team of 150. They can only focus on certain things at certain times. So I don't know. I, I guess a lot of the community are upset with it. I, I I enjoyed it. I do feel the birthday talk could have maybe been on the birthday and had a special one for for the mm-hmm. birthday talk. But I liked it. I like to hear that kind of element the banter between Jerry and Yawn. Um you know, people are probably going to be like, you know, you're such a butt kisser. But like, honestly, that was my genuine feelings. I listened to it again today purely for that reason. Because I'm like, am I missing something here? Like, I feel like I got good vibes out of that. Um, yes, they could have touched on some things and giving some more alpha. But, you know, so could everyone. Like, <laughs> they're not going to give away everything. You've got to work for it sometimes. Like E-Money was saying, not everything comes easy in life.
0: I think you're right about the good vibes and learning more about Lon and Jerry. I've had multiple opportunities now to have one-on-one meetings with both of them couple of them now with Jerry and Barn Dog's right. You very infrequently get to hear Jerry really talk. He talked more in this Monthly Town Hall than I've ever heard him talk. But I've sat down and, and listened to him talk for thirty minutes, just one on one with me. The guy's amazing and he's brilliant and the way his mind works is fascinating. I'd love to have him as a guest on the podcast and really dig in to his thoughts and what he sees and what he's doing and his vision of where he wants to things to see things go because because it it it's great, and so to to humanize and personalize the founders, I think is really important. I think the frustration from a lot of the community was that they tune into these monthly town halls now that they're only once a month, and they're hoping to hear about NGMT earning and how's that looking, and what are you doing with the NFT marketplace, and what are you doing with the NFT launchpad, and what's going on with the badges and achievements that you have on the on the timeline, and what's going on with these partnerships that you promised would prioritize the OG realms, and. What's going on with the artwork that we were disappointed with when Abram launched? We were disappointed with when the Atletico shoes came out. And like, there's all these things out there. And it used to be Barndog would be very in tune with that in the community and be able to ask that in a weekly AMA. And over and over and over every week, we would get so much alpha, so much insight. And get that a lot of times, Jan and Jerry would say things that weren't fully baked yet. They were just an idea or a concept that we were just beginning development on. But that was exciting as a community to get to hear their vision of, hey, we're working on this panda skin event, and we're working on this, and we're working on that. And maybe it wasn't ready to launch that day, but we still wanted to hear it. And and I, I think a lot of the community wishes um, that we could hear them be human and personable, but also hear that that alpha and that, that excitement and that whatever. And it almost feels too produced now in a way that it's like, ugh, I wasted my time even tuning into this around the room Beth what do you think
2: um i i agree with both of you um i see, the thing is like i will never say that i know more about like game mechanics or design or how the developers are working or how difficult it is to create graphics or anything like that um there are some pieces of the game where i'm like oh that i feel like that should have been a quick fix you know um but i i don't know that design side um what i can comment on is that Ideally, I would have liked like a video montage of their journey with Stepin for the past year. Um, kind of like a reflection like down memory lane of of like of Jan being in the hospital, of like them working together, of them being in the basement or something like that. I would have loved to see a video come out on the birthday to show the path of Stepan. And I would have loved to see that and maybe like a few audio clips as well. Um, kind of just like reflecting, you know, you see like little kids and stuff like that. If you make a video montage of like how they grew up and stuff like that. Um, and then for the town hall, I think it's always about managing or setting the expectation, right? Setting the expectation and actually delivering that. And so in the past, we have gotten a lot of alpha. We have got, have gotten a lot of insight. And this town hall was just different, right? And so people usually don't like change. And so if they had set it up that way, then the community might have like responded a little bit better. But my personal preference is that like I think Barndog kills it. Like yeah. I love, he knows gaming, you know? He knows gaming and he's not afraid to challenge them. And he also is, like what you said, in tune with the community. And so he knows the questions to ask because people are constantly asking him on like jogging with barn dog or on his, on his own day.
0: Yeah. And at live events all over
2: the world. He is a, he's, he's the perfect person to relay that information, to be the bridge from the community to Jan and Jerry. And so I would have loved the entire time to be just like barn dog asking them questions, but I'm not the one in control of it. And so um, I do hope that for the future, they I don't know, like maybe an agenda or something like this is what we're going to talk about to kind of set, our expectations of of, of what we're going to hear right because i wake up at four thirty in the morning to listen to the town halls and so i'm already at a constant state of confusion you know like I'm, I'm like trying to wake up at the same time and so when i'm hearing this i'm like wait what what's going on? like am i dreaming right now am i supposed to wake up right now did um, you just say water
3: bottles what?
0: Uh, <laughs> step in water
3: yeah. Evan Water, what? Oh, excuse <laughs> me. Yeah, I was asleep. That ago. <laughs>
0: and, and I feel like the current monthly town halls, they could put out an agenda in advance, and it's very structured and very set out. And, and I think Shitty does a really good job of knowing kind of kind of these are the things that we want to hit, and we're going to break it up into these sections. We're going to have this section for Barn to ask community questions, and this section to learn more about the team, and this section to go into these things that are happening this month and whatever but but i don't know in the current format that the, the community would see that agenda and go oh that's something i want to tune into the reality is what the community wants to hear is barn dog asking questions for the full hour or longer like if it's only going to be once a month give us two straight hours of barn dog just grilling them and if you want to do something that that's you know learn more about the founders make a separate video make a video yeah. and throw it up on youtube throw it up on spotify throw it up anywhere and here's here's the background of some stories to humanize the founders forever but if we're only getting a monthly town hall once a month you better believe i want to hear what's happening this month what do you think about what happened next month and what do you got planned for 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 what's coming up next because we don't get to hear from them very often anymore and that's our one opportunity to hear yawn tell something that jerry's like hey you say it too much! Like, that's fun. And, and we used to get that once a week, and now we don't even get it once a month. Okay, Ten, you're up.
3: Okay, so um, I echo your sentiment, James, and Beth, also the, uh, the, the founder humanizing reminiscences montage should, should have been a, a separate birthday event. Uh, the town hall, because uh, half, the, half a you know, step in the spending wallet is not on chain. Uh, they're not responsible for reporting to the SEC or whatever you guys have in Australia. Uh, so uh, they so they don't have quarterly reports. Uh, they don't have any actual obligation to disclose this. Usually, blockchain technology obviates that or or or, or supports that because. Everything's on chain. So if you really want to know what the what the company is up to and what they're doing and where the money's going and what the burn wallet address is, you can you can do that. Uh, if you don't, if part of your company is not on chain, then in your monthly town hall, and, and and you are not responsible for reporting to any financial agency or regulatory body, then your monthly town hall should be more fiscally centered, I think. I think it should be more about strategy, I think it should be more about. bottom line. I think it should be about dollars and cents or, you know, crypto and Satoshis. Uh, (laughs) So, um, so that was, that was really odd. I feel like that was tone deaf. I thought it, it really missed the mark. Um, And it's not that people aren't interested in the journey or, or Jan and Jerry. I mean, they're kind of like, they're funny, right? Like it's, it's hilarious to hear like Jerry get angry at Jan (laughs) For saying shit, he's like, Jan, shut up. Or, like, when Jan was like, Yeah, we don't care about graphics anymore, and Jerry was like, Actually, well, uh, what he meant to say was that they are not a priority. So, like, that's fucking hilarious. And it is humanizing because people make mistakes, and that's fine, you know. Uh, Although that was kind of indicative of thought process, but um, (laughs) that was just not the right forum, in my opinion. And I think that Steppen, because they are an emerging company, they are making a lot of mistakes, and uh, that's that's okay. Except they really need to be learning from them, and I'm I'm not seeing a whole lot of learning happening with regard to their front-facing uh, exposure. So I think that like whatever they're doing in the back end is 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 working just fine, and I think that they're doing okay there. But as others have said, I feel like they're stumbling with regard to communicating that to the audience, and they have to keep in mind the fact that, you know, a lot of their company is not on chain, a lot of their company is not transparent. And that's okay, except most companies that, that are like that are actually responsible to some regulatory body where they do eventually have to report if they're publicly traded, So because if they're that large. So I think it's, it's just something to keep in mind with regard to the future. I think that at the agenda thing is a great idea, and I think that the monthly town hall needs to be completely separate from any humanizing training montage thing. Um, so yeah, I, I, and I think that, that that many people were just like, "What's what's happening? Why why are we listening to to, to this?" Yep. it was bad.
0: And- I'm going to be more transparent than I probably should. I'll probably get in trouble for this. But I think part of it is they're in a bubble, right? They don't watch this podcast. They don't watch Jogging with Barn Dog. They don't watch Steppin' Daily. They don't, they don't hang out in Discord all day like the community does. So I don't know that they get influenced by what the community thinks and feels and hears when they give these presentations. I think they're surrounded by a bubble of team members that don't watch it either, and they don't communicate any of that information to them. So they come out and they do something like make Steppen great again and then they're surprised at the reaction of the community. Or they do this most recent monthly town hall and they're surprised. And I think that was the beauty of the Barn Dog led AMAs, was he was in touch with the community. He did all those podcasts. He'd tune into Steppen daily and the Steppen Community Podcast. He would do jargon with Barn Dog. He did all that. He would go out and do the live events. And so when he was the one asking the questions, and they would present something new, like, okay, we're gonna do this new HP system, he could in his mind, and he's described this right on his on his broadcast, in his mind live, he would go, Okay, this is how I react to it. This is how I think the community would react to it. What the hell? Like, like how's that gonna work? And then he would he would, as the community was watching, he would ask the question and react the way that we were reacting. And we we appreciated that, and we love that. And I, I feel like the community feels like we've, we've lost all that, um, that that now it's too produced and too insulated and disconnected from what the rest of the community feels. We're going to move the rest of the way around the room. Cozy, you're up. What'd you think?
4: I, honestly, I would say the first, uh, lots of good remnants from K10. I think a lot of things that she mentions there probably hits me the same and then what you just said, James. But for me, like what comes off was press conference. Yeah. That's what it felt for me was a little more like, it was such a presser, you know, like that it was, it it was, they, they talked about it a hundred times before about what they were going to talk about, but they didn't really probably talk about exactly what the community might be looking for. And you know, exactly as you said, doesn't necessarily come in touch with, and that's no bash of them. I think that they had an idea and I think that's important. I think the biggest dissociation between the community, because, um, despite the fact that I am not an ambassador at all, Uh, my name is Swiss, And in which case, a lot of people comment and send me DMs and say things like that because they're like, yeah, but this, yeah, but that. And they're like, but we're investors and this and that. And I got in a big argument about the fact that they're not treating us as investors, to be honest. They're treating us as customers because in reality, we are are technically like customers. We're just using it and they're not going to care about what what happens to our money. I think that's something that eMoney will touch upon in a second is they don't give a shit about what, what happens to our money. But at the same time, they do consider themselves as investors. So if I'm the company, maybe not, you know, no GST buybacks and things like that. Like that's all unrealistic stuff. Like don't, Oh, GST went to zero. So now GMT is going to go to zero. And now this is going to go. Like, I think I, I, I understand where that all of that's coming from. You're emotionally attached to your money. You're pissed off that your money's not the same worth anymore. And now you're, and you're going to complain about it. But at the same time, I feel like some more transparency and some more, clarity on what your messaging is going to look like they tried that back in june when they were saying we're going to switch to a town hall once per month we're going to do an ama this way and then this way we can have conversations on twitter spaces and this but we can make sure that we cover the good stuff and then we show up to a town hall on a wednesday and we get no good stuff in my opinion right no good stuff right that the only reason why i say no good stuff is because people are sitting there being like what about achievement what about badge what about resilience what about this what about that you know rainbow sneakers is close are we going to touch upon the gmt progress bar that's now at 98.3 percent? like you know what i mean and you're basically it's like taking a coke bottle and shaking it up and then be like i'm just going to leave that there if you want some of it you can have some you know and it's I mean, yeah, you could take that reference and go very, very sexual with it, but I'm going to stay with Coke. What? Get your mind out of the gutter, Cozy. Come on. No, only based on the conversation. No, about. no, no, no. I'm no. confused here. How is <laughs> that no, Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But in, anyway, in any you way, know <laughs> in, in, <any laughs> in any case, in any case, I just feel like if they were, for example, if they outlined exactly what was going to come. More or less like you do with your podcast, you know, like slight topic titers. They don't need to give the details. They don't have to give big summaries. Just give us some hit points, and then if somebody looks at it and says, "I don't see GMT, I don't see resilience, I don't see this," no one's going to show up, and in. then they're going to see a hundred people there, and they're going to be realize, ah, maybe we should have uh. talked about that. You know what I mean? Because or just it, let I think Barn Dog
0: see- run it, and Barn Dog will hit all those things because he always I mean, we does.
4: We yeah. touched upon that. I think. I think. Uh, no. I uh, no offense to Shitty. Love Shitty. I think she's extremely she's awesome. qualified and she knows exactly what Bardolph she's doing. can't
0: write the medium posts and do the big conferences that she does. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from Shitty. She's amazing. Absolutely. The Chief not. marketing officer. She's doing exactly what she's supposed to do. The thing is, when the community that's already the active community tunes into a monthly town hall, we don't want to hear the talking points that we hear all the time everywhere else. We want to hear the juicy alpha of what's to come and all the secrets and all the hidden stuff. So let Shitty do the Medium posts and the Twitter threads and go on all the big conferences and, and, and do the talking points over and over to the Web2 users that aren't on crypto yet, that aren't in stepping yet, that don't know about it, because that's what brings them in to the ecosystem and bridges them over. But when it comes to the core community, because let's be honest, who turns into the Monthly Town Hall? It's not new people that have never joined the project. It's the core community. Give us the good stuff. That's what we
4: want to hear. Bardog is our Oprah. Barn dog is our Oprah. I need I need Barn dog sitting with Rian and Jerry and absolutely taking as much as he can out of a conversation, breaking it down. It was the exact thing that happened with like whatever. Is he gonna give us
2: a car? I want a car. You get a car. A car for you. A
0: car for you. A car for you. A car for you.
4: Get a rainbow sneaker. Everybody (laughs) get a rainbow sneaker.
0: (laughs) We need to hashtag the trend. Needs to be hashtag. Gotta be something short. It's not hashtag save barn dog because they don't need to be saved. It's hashtag give the barn dog town hall. Barn dog in charge. Barn dog
4: host. Host barn, barn, barn dog.
3: Oprah.
0: Bark barn dog bark, bark. Bark, bark, bark. Come on. Bark
4: barn like, dog. Oh. What do you guys think? Bark barn dog bark. That's what you bark, do, like both barn
0: sides. dog bark. I like it. I like it. money I cannot wait to hear what you have to say about <laughs> yeah. this. And then, and then and then I want to give my input too. i have kind of give a little bit along the way. But I, yeah, I've got a couple of points preface, that you guys haven't touched
6: I'm going to preface this a little bit. So when I make an investment in anything, right, like especially to step in, I have a long-term play with it, right? I invested in December of 2021 with a full expectation that it could go to zero and not recover until the next bull run. So I don't give a shit what the team has to say every month. I don't. I've never listened to a town hall. I did not listen to this town hall. I don't care about the origin story as much as I don't give a shit about who's running Apple's origin story. I don't pay attention to it. I only pay attention to the community people's spaces, what the community thinks. I care what people think. And what I've noticed is that, and I thought, listen, if there wasn't a crypto Edgar thing, I'd probably go on and listen just to catch the points. And fast forward things, but I would never sit there and listen to this whole thing because I know that this could be a long, this is a long-term play for me regardless. So I'm not going to sit here and care about every little fucking move they make. I'm just going to let them build. I'm going to let them take the capital they made and keep building. And I'm going to see the community's reaction and, and people are pissed. But then I sort through why people are pissed, right? And like, I look at it and I'm like, oh, like, that's not a big deal. Like, they just told their origin story, like, whatever. Like, or like, there's another one where they're like, oh, like, I hate these changes, and I look at it, and I'm like, well, those changes to me seem like they're pretty good, actually, and then I talk to people on Spaces, and I'm like, the loudest people are the negative people, always. We go on Spaces, and you hear the positive people spin it, and they're like, oh, no, this could be a good thing, and I'm like, yeah, that is a good thing, and and so... I'm not a good example for asking me this question because I don't watch these things. You I don't are, fucking because care because you're the
0: majority of the community. The majority of the community. Yeah, but, I mean, if we really have I'm a three million people monthly people u- users, I'm and- a man of the people. I don't need
6: to talk to the <laughs> fucking CEO. I don't give a shit what he's doing. But that's like, what we I need really to hear. Don't.
0: That's what we need to hear. I
6: don't care as The CEO as fucking John cares about me. Does he even know who I am? Probably not. Maybe he does. I don't know. But like, he doesn't give a shit about me. I. I. And like, listen. I don't mean that. Like, I care. Everybody. Like. I care about people, but, like, I don't care what he's doing next week to save my fucking assets, right? Because I believe in this as a long-term play, and so I'm going to hear this shit from the community, and that's who I care about, is you guys, is the people I talk to on Spaces, is the people that are doing this daily, like, I care what they think. And so I find that out on Twitter anyways, and so, I like, I don't feel like sitting there and going through an AMA and listening to Sheedy. I've never listened to her talk once. I've never I've never tuned in. Not once. And, like, people think I'm crazy, but I haven't. Not one time. I've never listened to an AMA. But I have listened to Barn Dog's Spaces all the time. I've listened to people's Spaces from the community. I, I like, listen to Tyson's. Like, I, I like I rather hear about people who are playing the game that are going to jump in that are just average people than listen to the CEO and the CFO. Like, it's kind of like Apple does their conferences. Like, I don't give a shit. They put out new iPhone. I don't care i really don't like if i invested in apple it's because i think in 10 years it's gonna be worth more money and that's how i treat step and i care what the people think i don't really need to sit there and get and get all riled up when like Jan and jerry talk about something that doesn't help like the thing or like you guys are mad they didn't talk about this or that like i'm already gonna hear that on twitter i'm already gonna hear people bitching about it so i'll know what happened i'll go to crypto eggers recap and i'm like oh boom 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 oh I don't need to listen to this episode there's literally nothing that makes me want to listen to this episode and so i know that like people were like you should probably listen to the episode before this ama and i'm like nah i'm not gonna i, got it. I don't need to i gotta a recap to earn.
3: <laughs> to earn. We'd
4: be oh i love to it. it bitch turn would be <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> awesome oh, It'd Be everybody god. on social media everybody everyone
0: on twitter card. especially everybody on Mom, oh my god
6: dude when yeah. everyone started tanking and I was like trying to defend stepping so much and like just going back and forth. And I just like, was like, wow, this is like fucking up my mental stress. So I just started like mass blocking people. And then I just started posting stuff like stop being a little bitch. And it's weird. My like uh, engagement went up. Way up and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, like, hang on. like people either like abuse or like other people are just like tired of hearing these people bitch too. So they're going to fucking team up with me on it. And it's just like, <laughs> you, dude, you invested You invested in an asset and it went down, guys. Like, you're no more of an investor than me buying a fucking NFT that crashed, right? Like, uh, people have this concept where they think they're invested in an NFT and they're an angel investor. No, you're not. You just gave them capital to build a company. You're not an angel investor. You have no fucking stake in that company. If they provide you value back with their NFT going up, you can make some money. Or if they provide value that you like in real life, like Boy Pia Club has concerts, live events, uh licensing deals for like movies and cartoons and stuff coming, like that's that can provide you value. But you're not with Yuga Labs. You're not a fucking investor in Yuga Labs. So me buying a step in sneaker is me hoping that sneaker goes up in value. If it goes down in value, I can't say, Well, I'm an investor. John doesn't care about me. No, you're not an investor. No. You wanna know how I you're not an investor,
0: happened. Eric? This is the hidden yeah. thing that nobody talks about. You, when you bought a sneaker for $1,200, did not give your $1,200 to Steppen. Yon and Jerry exactly. did not get the 1200 bucks. You did not invest nope. in the project. You know who you invested in? You were exit liquidity for somebody else that was minting sneakers and selling
6: them on the marketplace. You, bought you gave that, your money you to somebody that, else in the community. You bought that shit from me. Yeah. and i made some money on you <laughs> and, and i went to ethereum and i'm like oh it's a fucking dip i'm gonna buy the dip this thing's not dead and i was someone's <laughs> like the liquidity that's the and truth. that's life guys And the per- beth bought bitcoin at 69 from a guy that fucking sold it at 69 who paid eight like we were like that's just life that that's what you're doing with stepping. you're not an investor you were hoping to buy an asset that would go up in value that you could sell for a higher price so don't act like you, gambled. you gave them funding in You gambled and in lost because you
0: gambled at the wrong time. Yeah,
6: like rabble, you're not a venture. Rabble,
4: rabble, 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 You're not a
6: venture capitalist. Exactly. Rabble, rabble, rabble. I post it all the time. like Because people like flip out over every little thing and they're like, they're like, oh, it's a one GST cost to transfer now. What the fuck? It's like, GST, you just said it was useless yesterday. Like you I, just said it was worthless yesterday. And now you're mad that one GST cost to transfer. It's like 0.03 cents. Like it's like they can't do anything right and they can't like, it's just like whatever they do, they're going to hear bitching, whether it's good or not. So it's just like, I, I just, I don't need to sit there and listen to them for two hours, to talk about something that other people are going to complain about later. I
2: just, well, uh, I-, I think it's exactly what you said. Like when you do this, you do it without emotion.
6: Right. 100%. The
2: rest of like everyone or not everyone. Right. But like the rest of us, we, we do it with emotion. Like we have so much hope when we're buying into it right and then the other piece of that you said is like you only risk what you can what you're okay with losing right and even if you said like 50 percent of your liquidity would go into solana if it went down to ten dollars or something that you said earlier right that you're also okay with wherever it goes up or down that's you said that you already paid your bills you already have put stuff in your savings that is just the rest of the 10 20 percent of your paycheck or whatever that you have um that's going into crypto. So you're okay with that. And you don't have this emotion when you're doing it. I have an extreme amount of emotion. So I'm always going to be hopeful. And I'm always going to be sad when it goes down and stuff like that. But also, it's still the amount of money that I'm okay with losing, because I already paid my bills. Right. And I think that's something that's really important for people to know, is that our bills are already paid first, we are not putting in our entire life savings. We are not taking out loans. Well, I don't know what you guys are doing. I'm not taking out loans to in order to invest in more sneakers to pray and hope that it goes up. I I am way too uh, safe of a person in order to do that. And so I think that's why a lot of people are upset is because they did do that. They did, did have
6: that help. Some yeah. their home. They sold Dude, their car. When I they... heard that shit, yeah. I was like, this is why 1% of people are wealthy and 99 percent are not <laughs> it's like it's like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard that you took a second mortgage out in your house to buy fucking magic internet sneakers thinking you're gonna make <laughs> hundred grand a year walking you're gonna make 200 grand a year to walk for an hour like just use your fucking brain guys like don't put your whole net worth into this like you crazy so, I and like think people did it it sucks I, I, but, like had to learn not that enough lesson people warned them things. probably probably you shouldn't need warning for that like you yeah. cannot yeah, that is saying, yeah, of Financial
2: literacy, is a financial, especially in the U.S., I can't speak for Australia. I can't speak for Switzerland. Like financial literacy, financial education. I, I'm a teacher. We don't teach that in schools, right? And oh, so no. maybe e money. Like maybe you learn that from your family, right? Maybe oh, you learn.
6: My whole from... family's poor. I'm the first person to make money in my family. Oh, I yeah, didn't no, I'm sorry. E money. I'm
3: in full of hard knocks, like hardcore. Okay. Well, well I'm like, just saying. Are,
6: are you're right, you no, but you have to learn these things on your own, right? Like, exactly. what did I do to learn these? I read books, I figured it out, I learned these things. They don't want us to succeed, guys. Fucking, here you go, they want 99% of us in debt because they wanna stay rich for themselves. Like, you have to learn these things on your own and it's fucking hard knocks sometimes. Like, you can't just think, like, I'm gonna make 250 grand a year walking, like, in an app. Like, that's nonsense. Put money you can afford to lose in. You don't put your whole net worth in. And it's sad. I, it's I sad. do feel a for lot of people, people got hurt, but I, yeah. a lot yeah. of people got hurt. But that was their fault. It's not the company's fault that you did that because you're buying these sneakers from me and, and you and, and, and the marketplace, like you're not buying them from Jerry and Yon, right? Like no. this is an open marketplace. And if you bought beanie babies at the fucking top, you also lost a lot of money, right? right? There's a million assets we can talk about and this right. is just how everything works. And there, this is why I keep saying this. There's a reason why 99% of people don't make it when it comes to money. And it's, so you thing, don't hey, learn hey, about you, it. You, you really it on your on your own on
3: an important point there too because I think, so So it is. It's supply and demand. We are, we are in an open market. We are purchasing from other people. I think that fundamental principle, folks don't understand that. And I think that... It's no, it's not. You know, you're right. The state has absolutely zero interest in teaching us how to do our taxes well, how to uh, to get to, to get ahead, because they need peasants. Right? They need they need peasants. That uh, that the, the countries are built on these things. Um, but with regard to uh, the 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 idea of people having control, this is they think oh because it's crypto somehow this will be different from literally every other supply and demand market that has ever existed since the beginning of fucking time. And they think like, oh, it's progress, right? Like, oh, you know, somehow this is great. Somehow I will make money instantaneously. And the thing is, it's not different. Uh, We're all still human beings. The time be, I don't know what fucking Elon Musk is up to, but we're for now. He's an alien,
0: he's a robot, he's AI. (laughs)
3: He's There's trying no to like cyborg. This His year, IQ but...
0: is so far beyond us; we can't even think about what he's trying to do. I mean, he's like
3: out. literally trying to like make us cyborgs. But anyways, so like for the time being, we're human. We're humans. We're gonna react in dumb ways, in smart ways, in emotional ways, in logical ways. And I think that people look at crypto with a strange psychological perspective, like somehow. It's completely different and divorced from normal human interaction and normal supply and demand markets and normal macroeconomics, and it just isn't because the same people are buying and selling crypto as they are buying and selling Exxon or whatever. And so I think that that's part of the the issue. It can't. There's nothing that can be done.
5: Might even be worse though, right? Because there's Mm -hmm. institutional
0: investors that are buying these big stocks that are likely to hold long term. And it's the teenage kid sitting in the mom's basement that'll buy and sell Dogecoin and SHIB. And, and so, sure. so, yeah, it, it's still the global population, but it's a it's a slightly different demographic as well
6: that maybe no, is even more likely to dump something. I'm not
3: a in my basement. I'm not no, in basement. No, no, I get that. Not, I, oh,
0: I get
6: There's that. There's also this crazy dumb movement in crypto and NFTs where it's like, hold your bag to zero. Like, it's just... <laughs> it's wild how that works, right? <laughs> it's like diamond hand. You're yeah. a fucking paper hand if you sell, like, what? what? I'm here weird. to make yeah. money. Oh. <laughs> like,
5: <laughs>
0: Reevaluate hey, your portfolio
6: every day,
0: and whatever things yeah. you think are going to go up from today, you <laughs> hold. And if you don't think it goes yeah. up from today, <laughs> you get rid of. Like, that's always been the thing forever
6: it's Always. just fucking nonsense and people buy into it and they buy into it from influencers who already sold and used you as exit liquidity that's it? and then that's in the next bull run they got a bunch of 100,000 more fucking new people wow. that they sold on to it's just they rinse and repeat and i've seen yeah. some of these big accounts that have been around since 2016 that are huge now. And that's all they did. Like they sold it, like, and they become the a meme.
0: You look at Kramer yeah. and some of these influencers that become a meme yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. wrong 99% of the <laughs> time and whatever they Correctly. say, the opposite happens. But you got to think in the back of your mind, they're saying it for a reason, right? Them saying it is benefiting them, their colleagues, somebody, because that's providing exit liquidity somewhere. Um, it's wild. But let's let's finish off this topic. We're way over on time. It's been a very fun conversation today. I don't know if it's the, the, the hashtag SCP Bloody Mary or, or whatever, but it's been fun the way it's gone round and round. I had three key takeaways from the monthly town hall. Um, all three, probably not the best takeaways, right? Um, I'll save the, the worst for last, I guess. Um, the, the first takeaway I took was in, in reaction to that very tough question that Barndog gave on the art. I don't believe personally that it has anything to do with how smooth the game runs or the resolution of the sneaker. I think it's just plain being lazy on the artist's perspective. When they come out with Atletico de Madrid and there's 200 different sneakers and 180 go to Atletico and 20 get given out the step and all the commons are the same red and white stripe. That's just lazy. They could have come out with one hundred and eighty different designs. They could have been the same resolution, just with different designs, and it would have had more value, and it would have sold better. And and I've talked about in the past how taking that into the actual development of the game, where then you could mint the sneakers together, and you could merge so one sneaker has this tag, and the other has this tag, and the babies have a chance of either or something new. The same with the sole, the same with the color pattern, the same with the. But like, there's so much they could do with that that they just don't think they need to because they don't think it's important. Because in their opinion, 99% of the community just cares about the utility of the sneaker and doesn't care about how it looks. And I think as they try to onboard hundreds of millions of Web2 players, that a huge percentage of those care about the art as well. And you see that with every other NFT project, right? It doesn't matter if it's Bored Apes or whatever it is. The way that it looks and using it as your PFP and being proud of it and showing it on social media and the new social app they're going to come out with, I think they're going to have to change their opinion on that over time. But they don't think it's important, and I think it's us as a community that has to impress upon them that the art of these sneakers are important as well. I'll, I'll get off that soap, soapbox. Um, the other big takeaway that I took was about the GMT earning. The impression that I got coming out of the monthly town hall was that when the when the progress bar hits 100%, GMT earning is not going to launch. But they're still developing it. They're still working on it. We may hear at that point what their plan is, but it could be another month after that bar hits 100%, before we actually start earning GMT, I don't know what that time period looks like or when it launches, but I don't expect it to launch on the moment at 100%. And I think that we should be transparently communicating that to the, the community to set an expectation so they're not disappointed that that you are not going to be earning with your classic sneakers on day zero when that thing hits 100. Um, and and same thing with the rainbow sneakers, they're not fully developed and they don't fully work yet. And, and there'll be some later point that the longer it takes, the better. I hope it's at least a month after GMT earning comes out before rainbows launch. The, the classic earners can earn 100% for the longest period of time. I took that as a takeaway. The third takeaway that I took that I I feel like was the most negative from my opinion was when they talked about Hong Kong. We addressed this last week on the Stepping Community podcast. Um, and, and and I almost want to take back a lot of what I said last week. Because what I heard from Jan and Jerry... This time was much different than my impression of what hong kong was i felt like it was a regional office and that the company wasn't moving to hong kong kong this didn't mean anything to do with china and the company and any link or any connection and this was just a way to have a regional office there to maybe help with negotiations with china so that our dev team and our others could have a have a focal point uh within that country what i heard at the monthly town hall and i wrote down Uh, a a different word than what ended up coming out everywhere else i wrote down it was an incubator in hong kong and i heard stable point i've since heard cyberpoint is the actual incubator and this is a chinese government-run incubator that has several other projects in it in hong kong so my impression after hearing that monthly town hall is much more negative for the project than what i'd previously thought because if we're getting in bed with a chinese government-owned incubator in hong kong in order to get access to that country. My knowledge, and maybe it's all propaganda that I've heard, my knowledge is, is that when you get in bed with the Chinese government, you give up your IP, you give up your data, they have access to everything that every user on your app has. And and I fear for the future of Steppen because we're now in bed with the Chinese government. Um, yeah. Maybe that's that's my naivety because I'm I just hear so much propaganda in the States but I want to hear more now from the dev team. I feel like they've created a a landmine now, an atomic bomb where we need to understand what this means for Steppen, what this means for data, what this means for all of it, because I think about TikTok and so many other applications that, that other countries have seen being chinese government owned and we feared that all that data collection happening on our devices was now going to go to the chinese government now if that means that every single one of my walking sessions earning sessions where i go where i live everything i do what else is the step and app tracking on my phone that now this is just handing the chinese government um, because you're 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 now admitting that you're you're in bed with the government in this chinese incubator that 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 that's a big concern for me i'm glad they told us because it's the truth um but um i want to know a lot more now as a result um anything on that from those three points yeah, that you guys want to comment on before we move on
5: yeah
6: right that's, well i mean it, it's it's not necessarily cuz i give a shit if they have my data i mean like i don't what i care about though is that like biden administration won't give a shit right but like who's our next president right like cuz like if they make this big push to start banning tiktok and other chinese entities like that that are collecting our data which is very possible here and the u.s market gets entirely shut off like that will crush them i mean it just would like you could say it won't but it would 100 percent. like that's the only thing i've ever had a fear of stepping with and it came true look like when they banned china like yep. look what happened like we literally crashed overnight like it it literally was the next day it crashed it was actually the same day I woke up to the news of the China ban and everything collapsed. And, and that's that, that would happen again with the U S market. Could they recover from it? I don't know. And I mean, then I wouldn't be able to use it too. So it's like, that definitely is an issue for me. And I know we got at least two more years of not having to really worry about that, but who's the next president, right? Cause like if a Republican gets in, regardless of who it is, they might try to really ban stuff like TikTok and, uh, if Stephen's given all their data to a fucking Chinese incubator, which that's probably true. I mean, like, I can't imagine that if the Chinese Communist Party wants your data as a company running inside China, they're going to get it. So uh, that's the only scary red flag I got from that. Ten Beth K-10.
5: Did it worry you when you guys heard it? Yeah, I.
1: I I didn't I didn't see it like that and um I guess like for me I don't like I kind of saw it as way they're putting you know something over there in order to get those users back into the game and that's kind of how I've seen it in my head um yeah but I I, I yeah I don't I that's what I said I last week like that, like, that was I my gut yeah, feel
0: last week that that having a regional office in Hong Kong was a play to play nice with the Chinese government to have access to all those players so that they wouldn't have to use a VPN and we could be a global brand that could onboard players worldwide. That made sense to me, and I advocated for that last week. But when I heard that we've joined a Chinese government-owned incubator, I was like, oh, that's different. That's different than what my gut told me, mm-hmm. you
3: know? Yeah, it is. But- and I think I'm going to save most of my comments about this for the after-party, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, am but I feel like extremely, extremely negative. negative. I think that this is a horrible move. I think the optics are... Fucking terrible on this, uh, and now having further clarification from from Yon about what exactly what this is, it's it's even more. I, I just I, I don't I don't understand this at all. I think that the the potential negative or the the, the cons vastly outweigh the pros uh, from a business decision uh, perspective, and so but since since we don't know. What, what the strategy yeah. is, why they're doing this. We don't know. And we are left to draw our own conclusions. And the conclusions that I am drawing are are not uh, favorable to the
1: On Another point you made, though, James. I want to ask E-Money. Do you care about the sneaker art? The sneaker art? Yeah. Do you no. care
0: how the shoes look? No. Hey,
5: you, here's like, the follow-up
0: question, though. Like, like, I get you I don't, don't care, care how your sneaker looks, mm-hmm. but do you understand that when atletico de madrid comes out with a, a partnership for genesis sneakers if every sneaker was hand drawn and unique and looked cool do you think that those sneakers would have more value and would sell for more in the marketplace and be likely to use for somebody as a pfp that they'd show on social media that would benefit the project like there's more to it than do you care what your current sneaker looks like right so
6: i, I think, it's a don't. Genesis, maybe, I think that if it was like an individual if each sneaker was like a player autographed, like, and that was like done through some blockchain to it's verify cool. it was a legitimate of autograph memorabilia, that would hold value. Or I would really care if like they came out with limited edition like Yeezy sneakers. Then exactly. I care what they look like. But, yeah. But these ones, I don't, I don't, I don't care that much about, to be honest, me personally. Especially I know people do. Um, I just don't.
1: Comments are going to be probably synthesized into some comments. Yeah, they're going to and they might
6: not even anyway. look like that anymore, right? So yeah. it's like the second rainbow sneakers come out, people are probably going to enhance it. I mean, and they're going to have some contests where like you enhance like an OG to get entry into the next realm or something. I don't know. People are just going to burn them anyways. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't care as much as some people do, but if, if they had something like that was like, like I said, like an autograph from one of the like captains, like, mm. and that was like done through a blockchain to verify that, that he did it. Like, that's going to hold value and be a memorabilia a collectible item but like i don't really care i mean if it says atletico madrid on it i mean but then again i'm not an atletico madrid fan so it's not like big no. to me but if it it's bigger than a that. imagine if if every board ape looked I'm
0: exactly there. the same and they were just red and white striped apes what would board ape yeah. be worth they'd be worth fucking nothing the project yeah, would yeah. never work that,
6: but that's true but th- this is an nft that's not like uh, just a collectible like a uh, board api club this is this but is it can like also your, be a collectible you're, you're like as we grow means. and evolve
0: and we want to have 500 million people on board you think there aren't those that care about how right. the sneaker's going to look right, like exactly. like how it looks is important it is it just is and i think from you know like
3: money is an investor and so there's so you know shan asks the question
0: i love how his video Sorry. froze look at the face
3: Oh, yeah, so he's an investor, and then there was like a motorcycle going by my house. Um there's, you know, what do you personally care about, and what does behavioral psychology tell you about your investments? because you have to, of course, think about that when you invest your money or what or when when you spend your money, right uh, in something that you hope will, will provide a return. And so I think that that's really kind of you have to understand. It's like personally, whether you personally, give a shit or not about the AMA about the fucking sneaker art. It doesn't matter like a fuck. It's what the majority of the people think about it. It's what the behavioral psychology of the consumer thinks about the product. That's how you make your investment decisions. I'm not going to speak for eMoney, who again is frozen with like a
5: love the it's awesome.
3: look his face. It's
5: awesome.
3: It looks like he's awesome. high. <laughs> he does yeah. look like he's high as fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's like, okay, what do you think is 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 the behavioral psychology? What how is how is the herd going to respond to this? And I think James is absolutely right on this. It's it's like people do care. Uh, you may not care, but as an investor, you have to fucking care about what the consumer thinks. And uh, so I think I think that that's, that's something really to keep in mind: the distinction between what you personally think. About this, because if you are a detached investor, so say you know we've got kind of different different polls here. You know we have Beth who's who's investing because she likes the project because she feels the connection to it. We have eMoney, and I'm on I'm more in his camp where I'm just kind of like let's look at the numbers, let's look at the you know prospectus, let's see what they're going to do. Uh, but but the fact of the matter is there are all kinds of folk, and especially if we're trying to onboard Web two,
5: we have to keep thing. that in
0: mind. That's the thing. Both on this podcast, we want different opinions because it's more entertaining and interesting if we don't all think the same thing. But as investors in a project called Step in by Find Satoshi Labs, like our main focus should not be what do we think is the opinion of the current Web3 users that are already using the app. It should be what is the opinion of the future 100 million, 200 million, 500 million Web2 adopters that don't use the app that we hope to bridge in. And to me... Their perspective is probably going to be significantly different than our current perspective, but that's for us so to learn over time. When I say
6: I don't care about the art, it's because I think the way they're going to get Web two users in is you get to walk with an app like Map My Run that lets you earn rewards and money. They so don't I, don't the, I don't think that I don't think a hundred million people are going to come to this game because they think Does the sneakers cool? look cool. You
0: might be right. They're going to Creativity.
6: come to the concept, right. so that's why I look at it differently. Whereas like Board Ape Yacht Club is a It's an art collection where like, not them specifically, maybe, but like, I don't know, like people who go into NFT are looking for like a collectible item. People who join Step In are looking to earn money walking. So I I just don't think it's as big of a deal for them to have this cool sneaker that looks amazing. Like, I don't think people are like buying the atletico madrid sneaker because it looks good they just think they're going to get access to more things and cool. later realms and stuff like that so that that's just what i meant by it like whereas no, like no. if they do come out with like a limited edition kanye west yeezy sneaker that needs to yeah. look good that's yeah. a collectible it's with gonna sell for a premium collection. yeah absolutely for sure. yeah so and, I, and I it and could very well that. be
0: that when we get a skins event that they've talked about for months and months and months and we can we can you know burn gems in order to change the look of the sneaker, all of a sudden here is a new look that is custom and hand-drawn and looks awesome like we're expecting. And maybe they want the base look of the sneakers to look kind of plain because they know that there are these future skin events that they've already developed. And then they can have a season where each season, each each group of three months, whatever it is, we also get this really rare chance to get this unique panda skin or tiger skin or whatever the skin is of the season that you know a very small percentage get like a lottery ticket. Um, could be it could be that uh, james
4: <laughs> james i think you hit a point that what that is actually something e-money talks about a lot which is to get that web 2 to web 3 because the entire population is going to be web 2 people uh e-money has mentioned it it's a free model it's something free that can allow for people to get a taste of step in Damn and it. have a, a way to come into this game and feel like how amazing it is to just physically active play a little bit of the casino of things in, in of this game yes it's a casino come to, sometimes people get pissed off but yeah. we all are addicted people still go to the casino when they lose crap loads of money it's the exact same thing so in reality like i feel like e-money I talked to, i talked about this before we did Geno pets it's why he was so like amped about that one extra project he's like there's a free option he's like yeah. i can't he's, he's like i can't even imagine what would happen with Stepin if they were able to find an avenue that was free like obviously it's difficult you got to figure about it you got to think about it Uh, you know we were talking was it one sneaker was it one energy was it two energy there's all these different ideas you'd have to come up with but come up with something and then when you release it to the masses you know athletes people like that will all buy in because they're not financially responsible for people getting it and there's a free option to join
6: and I yeah, think like that what, may if, be... what if every like five yeah. to ten walks or a certain amount of time, someone got one level one gem or something, right? And then they start learning about like, wait, I can sell this gem. They gain some yeah. Solana. Okay, so how how do, how I, do I make, make a wallet? Oh, I can. What, what is a wallet? Gems. Oh, wait. How do I now? Yeah. I have to buy GST. How do I earn GST per day? Oh, now I have to buy three sneakers. Like it just, it would lead to people spending money in the app, which is what they need. Yeah. And I mean, it's just. Them not having it, I think, could be because they just don't know if they can handle the volume of like just Well, to be clear, Jan I and know. Jerry
0: want that, right? And they get that when they look at Genopets and what they're doing and Sleep Agachi and so many other projects that, that if you're going to onboard hundreds of millions of Web2 users, having a, an option to come in free and get started and learn how to use the app and build up from there is important. And they built a rent, a rent function and a lease function, and they realized if they released it too early, it would kill the current economy. They're trying to figure out how to retool it and how to make it to where you can onboard new players that can come in for free and learn how to play the game, learn crypto technology, learn how to build a wallet and what a seed phrase is and what it's like to have tokens on different chains and NFTs and the whole thing and kind of earn your way to your first NFT and build from there. And and they're still planning to release that. That's coming at some point. Um, But no different than the skin event and the other stuff. They're trying to time it right to where it's developed, to where it doesn't break things. And it's released at a time that it helps the project and doesn't hurt the project. But I think they get that. You're going to onboard hundreds of millions of Web2 users. You can't expect them to all spend 1000 bucks to get in the door. It's not going to happen, right? And then you end up with, with guilds and, and 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 scholarships and stuff that probably hurts the project more than helps the project. And they get that, too, because they've talked very negatively about it. Um, moving on to the topic. I think
3: I highlighted this. Just yeah. one,
0: wait, one second.
3: In cozy and e-money space, when I spoke about uh, the psychology of drug dealers um, and how you get a uh, you know free sample um, before, and that's how they get you hooked. And so you know this is a tried and true method of uh, of, of, of onboarding new users. Okay. Oh shit, God, that's sinister. Um. So, anyways, yes, exactly. They should
5: do it because it works.
6: <laughs> it works.
5: Didn't like, i think not come back <laughs> we I, think
6: drink.
4: <laughs> I think
6: it's something it's, key James it's saturday, too. saturday college football he's trying to get a few in before the game I'm <laughs>
4: <partying>. <laughs> it's game day go on, Shen. go on Shen. what were you gonna say
1: oh uh, no i was just gonna say you touched on like with the timing and i think they did say that in t- time at the town hall a lot of this is about timing timing it right because if yeah. they just go and just pump every feature into the game right now you know. You're gonna lose interest, you know. I think sometimes they gotta time it right with the market and, you know, certain market conditions in order to make so, it. Do they a, have enough
6: fair. do they have enough people on the back end and servers to handle an influx of twenty million more people? Probably not. Absolutely. So I would prefer for them to build during these bear market times, get enough employees to handle the volume so that they can onboard hundred million at once the day that they're ready, they just unleash a freemium model and that helps everybody who's in the ecosystem. Already, so yeah. I w- I don't want them to do this tomorrow. I actually think that like like I mean, look for instance, at like let's use walking as an example. Like everyone thinks it's the most boring game in the world. I don't know anyone that that uses it still. Yeah. And they made it free, and they gained all these users real quick. But like they don't have a good game. Yeah. So you want a good game before you unleash this freemium model, which we have. But you also want them to be able to sustain the growth and handle it like without freezing and think about how many people got pissed off when things were like taking hours to transfer like they need these things buttoned up before they go get the masses like and so just build that's what i that's, and it's complicated, right? You
0: need yeah. the chains to handle the transaction per second. 100%. You need the app to work and the servers not to crash. You need the customer service and the, and, and the Discord yeah. moderators to be yeah. able to handle. Because all of a sudden, now you've got a million tickets a day because you got 20 million Good. people. And they're like, oh, I, my 2FA doesn't work. Or, oh, I, I transferred this and it hasn't come through yet. Or whatever it is, you have to build all those systems to handle the volume. And it's tough. That's not easy. It takes
6: employees. It takes training. They can't handle their customer support. Yeah. Like, think about that. They've been around forever. They can't even handle it. So, I mean, yeah. imagine, like, Deppin, if they just all of a sudden gained 20 million users overnight, it would crash. I mean...
4: Who, who misses Gosh, those it. days, though? Where's my sneakers? Yeah. Where's <laughs> it
6: was fun. You could
4: literally it hang out in Discord man.
0: all day long, talking to new, excited people, helping them you know, work through those things, but then also, like, talking about strategy and, and, and minting and, and all the fun stuff, and and let, let's be honest, like, look at Cozy's podcast that he does every Wednesday now, or every Sunday, with, with, with you know, Strategy Sunday, and, and Step in Strategy, and, and Imani's podcast that he does every Wednesday, and K10 that does every Monday, and then K10 and Misha that then hits on, what day does it normally hit now, Fridays? Does it bounce around?
3: <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing.
0: No. Um, like Your big one's going. on Monday, That's but then you guys wild. got other ones other days. Yeah.
5: But people like, like, like to can't, talk about strategy. He
3: couldn't
0: do it, but whatever. Right. Cozy had the one, the one on minting, and it had over 5,200 and something, 5,300 and something views. I mean, let's be honest. That's five times, ten times what most Twitter spaces get because it was fun to talk about having fun in the game. Doing fun and because you were there. The
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe I was a part of
0: that. I don't know. You were know, I, 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 definitely. I, I, I'm a hype man. I, I can hype things <laughs> up and enjoy it, but it's not because I'm bullshitting or making it up. It's because I talked about what I thoroughly enjoyed about the game in that window and what I was doing At, in the game today and I, the mirror that I could see of people now getting double ups and, 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 and twins and, and and how much fun I was having. And I think people are infected by that. They're attracted to it. They want to hear other people having fun and to tune into a daily Twitter space where you're just talking about, oh, the community's depressed, and No, oh, the community doesn't like that. <laughs> no, the, the devs are screwed. That's boring as hell. Nobody wants to hear that. So, you know, now, if
5: anything, I was there. make it entertaining.
3: Like, and in, in you guys in, in that cozy James space, and it's it said it was giving me OG vibes. And I thought to myself, you know, this, this is what everybody wants. This is what, like, just throw us a bone. Like, give us some crumbs of something to look forward to. You, cozy uh, James, you know, Beth, like, give us something to be excited about. Uh, even if it's talking about men's strategies, but yeah, the constant bitching is like, fine. Okay, everybody indulges in it, whatever. But like the vibes, we I think a lot of us joined because of the vibes and most of us are still here because of the community and the vibes. And to revisit those vibes, I think is extremely important. And whatever you can do to invoke that mood, I mean, like CoinGecko Conference, so cool yeah right?
4: hanging out and from gather and going to the conference and, yeah i so mean cool. to touch on that that's I mean, exactly why i, I started that space though so, so yeah. go ahead
6: i was just gonna say i've met a lot of cool people that from the stepping community a lot of us are meeting up in lisbon for breakpoint like the yes. community is is awesome like if i go to australia i definitely want to meet up with Shannon and other people like it's just like i like want to meet people in europe like it's like i already know these people now like i talk to them on a daily basis from step in and it's a great community so it's like people definitely stay for the community and like Mm. we're gonna lose like a lot of these users at the end of the day that like if things keep going down we're just gonna lose people and it's natural but we're gonna gain new people and the people that stuck with it that are still in the community doing these contests and that are here for like the actual like fitness side of it and all that stuff like it's just, it's just a really cool like app and community so like i'm here for the community still and i'm here with my expectations we're always three to four years with this project so like yep. you can't just like expect them to like be up only when they're a brand new company they're facing a bear market and i mean they've got to figure out the tokenomics i mean who knows that-
4: but that's why I started this space. That's why I want to say, like, I wanted to just piggyback on K-10. Like, that. the, I, the reason why that boomed, the effect that I wanted, I literally was sitting there on, a, on whatever it was, a Sunday, and uh, it was the week before that, Mint Strategies, and I did episode one. And I sat there, and I was like, I missed that vibe. I missed that, that feeling where before, where E-Money and I popped on, and E-Money was telling a bunch of people, stop being stupid and being emotional with your money, you know? like, And then you had... Yeah, T.J. who was drop, NS- N.S.T.R.J. was dropping like – Mr. – ads on how things have changed and stuff like that. And then you had James jumping in talking about minting. And you had – you know, and then there was, it, it just created this really cool vibe that was going on all the time. And I sat there on this Sunday and I was like, screw it. I'm starting a space. And I just suddenly started talking strategy. And the next thing you know, like these new people that I'd never met were in there and I was like, all right, I'm doing this more often. But I need this effect. I need this like – this energy and this positive energy cool the energy negative energies there fine you get memes i don't care the my funniest one i did the other day was like someone someone said uh it's a scam and then i took a i took a meme from uh it's sunny in Phil, Phil, uh, philadelphia and literally all it was was like oh it's a scam And like like, it's super funny when you play with like the people that are in that. And I hope that those people leave. No offense to you guys. I hope you leave because I hope you can get take your money and you can go run away and do whatever you need to do with that money that's more valuable. But those who want to stay and want to remain positive and are long-term and bullish on this project, stay, have fun, create good vibes, and come to step in strategies and just talk about what you're doing because that's how it was before. That's what got me amped about the project. That's what sold me. That's what made me drop three grand on two sneakers you know what i mean like that was that was why i got into it so i'm hoping that that same vibe stays and as e-money says i'm sure lots of people will leave but new people will come in and will continuously like refine and distill this community down to some people that we know are fully bullish and then hopefully from there like we meet up and like as e-money says i'm at three people already i'm at t Soul Life Living and Everett, all in person. They were in Switzerland. They came visited me. Uh, Tisvec and uh, Soul Life Living hitched on my couch for three days. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cool. it, it was it was like that stuff doesn't happen. I don't care what anyone says. I, if this project hits the ground, I would still be like, I have these memories. I have this project, and that's exactly how you approach this. Is as E Money said, is it's like take the emotion out of it. Enjoy what you're getting from this. Enjoy the positivity from this. Go into other projects, do what you need to do, and and then let's step and kind of lead the way, and hopefully they'll lead us to glory. You know, Wait, Wait, all, all, all three or, of them your at really the same need time, it. all three <laughs> together. Beth, no, no, no. One, one big Everett puppy pile. pile. So, Everett and his fiance. They were they were in the mountains not far. They visited here. I gave I I got them. Uh, uh, tickets free tickets to see the the olympic museum because that's where i live and then we went down by the lake and we went swimming and then you know it, w- it was a great old time and that was like literally like i don't know like maybe a month into stepping or a month and a half into stepping but t and soul life living they were up in zurich and they're they were telling me how far it was and i was just like dude just sleep on my couch i have two couches you can both sleep on it no problem like come stay uh, well they're futons technically and the next it's thing you know pretty they pretty end big. Up-
6: what's that they're pretty tall. How big are these couches?
4: Uh, they're pretty comfy, <laughs> like man. It's, really it's diagonal. <laughs> <laughs> it out. No, but it was a great time. And then you know what? That, that that was even cooler too. Is like I, because of them visiting, I got exposed to a bunch of NFTs and cool things that I would have never even done. Like they are both Tzvek and Soul Life live in. They're huge into this community. Like Web three is their thing. And and then it it literally like blew my mind. Their strategy with BNB. And they made me do an upgrade to I think a level five gem or a level four gem, and they're I like, press it. the button. Since you're hosting us, press the button. And I pressed the button, and they were apparently they were shitting bricks. And the next thing you know, it happened. They're like, ah, <laughs> and I was just like, I wait a second. That was the, that, and that was complete luck. I'm glad it helped, but that was way too much responsibility. But this is what I'm saying is like these are relationships we're building, and I'm excited for for Portugal because there's a. A bunch of us that are going and are going to meet up in Lisbon, and we're going to have a chance to chatter more about it. It's going to be cool. I love cool. that. I love that. And the reality is, money might have brought a lot of us to
0: the project initially, but community is what's holding us here now. Right, the ability to hang out in these Twitter spaces and jump on a podcast and hang out in Discord and go to a live event and see people that you've been talking about on the internet for months and meet them in person—that takes this whole thing to a whole different level. And it doesn't matter if. If if eMoney is making a, a living to earn podcast, the majority of the community there is a Stepin' community that's growing from there. Same thing with Cozy with Stepin' Saturdays or K10 and talking about security and how Sundays. don't click on any link on a uh, Stepin' Sunday, sorry. And K10 on Monday and talking about don't click on any links and you're going to get everything stolen and whatever. The majority of the audience is a Stepin' audience and, and we're we're evolving and growing and changing. and But the core is Stepin' oh. and that's special that this project has brought us all together. we can all grow from here there's no doubt quick lightning round 10 seconds each um any closing thoughts on twelve thousand steps and any opening thoughts on burger burn uh that is the new event for this week starting up at the top left with shan and then we'll go around and close out because we're way 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 over on time shan
1: that was perfectly timed beth as she chews into a burger big burger um, no, I just, I, again, it's all the community mm-hmm. thing. So I just love to see um, different aspects, you know, people doing different things, sharing different parts of where they live. And, you know, that touches exactly on what you just said, James. It's all about the community. And I'm excited to one day maybe do it on an app or part of Steppen. We can do it together and all be together. Discord, Twitter, it all is in one app together. So I feel like that'll be the starting point of something pretty special.
5: Very cool. Beth? Yes to what Shan said. <laughs> Great, cop. Great, K ten. Congratulations to Armandi
3: for being uh, becoming yes. an ambassador. Yeah. Like that's so it's so well deserved. Love you, baby.
0: He's lost I so much you. money <laughs> that he could have won, but he, he has a title, so <laughs> cozy. I
3: mean, like, yeah, he's yeah, he became an associate ambassador. I saw a tweet today.
0: He could have won twenty thousand dollars to hold off two weeks, though. Like he clearly oh. would have won twenty grand. But
4: now he's That's an
3: associate an integrity i guess so or
4: stupidity i'm not sure i guess so yep. cozy he's the honorary winner he's the honorary winner. should be like, but no, he should still win uh li- listen I'm, I'm i'm not into the the whole like step a number because i suck at video editing so this is a plug if anyone wants to do free video editing for me or any of that stuff i'm totally down for that okay. i'm down to take your services you can come on my podcast i'll give you whatever nfa you need whatever but anyway, uh no, uh 12,000 steps was super cool. I think the coolest one I saw was the uh, the one where he actually did uh 1200 zero, zero, or he I think he spelled step in tw- 12,000 with yeah. like uh, screens. Yeah. That was super cool. So the creativity of the of the community is massive. So again, plug if you want to help me. Um and then uh but then the burger run uh Abe posted it the other day and he's like the longest steps in the, in the world are the, the largest amount of steps in the world is actually in Switzerland. I'm like, where? And apparently it's actually like two hours away from me. So oh, you I do might. It now you now do I have it. to try to see if I can find it. Yeah. Uh, and, then my, and then my level ups, you are like officially challenged by me because I can't be in my hometown of Toronto. You have to climb CN Tower in the steps and do them for the burger run. It doesn't have to be a special video, but you have to. This is an official challenge to my level ups in my hometown.
6: So that's all I have to
4: say. Love
6: it. Any money? Yeah, I already have to like be like a part time videographer for like Amanda and her cocktail company. So uh, I don't really enjoy videoing (laughs) and I don't plan to do many, to be honest, but I'm in full support of everyone who does. And I love the videos that are coming out. And I mean, I do some of these contests, but I don't feel like videoing myself all the time.
0: Sure. My my favorite for the 12,000 steps was, was Armandi, like the way he had that camera behind him for the entire 12,000 steps and then sped it up. I think we mentioned it last week. Um, the burger burn, the thing that, that intrigues me about that is it's about climbing stairs. You climb so many stairs and you're basically burning a, a burger worth of energy um, off of your, what you know, your body.
6: What is it? I don't know this one.
0: 19,000 stairs burns one burger. I, I don't remember the exact numbers and the exact stats. But I started thinking in my mind about like stairs that I've climbed in my life and like going to the Washington Monument and climbing all the stairs or going to the, to the you know, whatever it is. I, I thought think about like the, the very beginning of the Appalachian Trail and it's right there at a, at a national park that has a waterfall and you got to climb all these crazy stairs to get up to the waterfall. And so I start thinking about, you know, places no different than Cozy and, and Switzerland, like where he can go to, to climb all the stairs. And I think that's cool as a community that we have weekly events through this this month of anniversary to be doing cool stuff like this where we're thinking about you know where where can I go to the great wall of china where can I go to a monument where can I go to a national park or a trail or whatever where there's this big mountain of stairs that I can climb and take a picture or videotape or whatever to be a part and engage with this community from that
4: perspective the marketing team
0: is killing it with it. They're, they're they're definitely doing a good job it's a good
4: thing the only problem with that is that Steppen's not going to, like, I don't know if Steppen's going to give me the right amount because it's a GPS thing. So if I go up, elevation doesn't affect it. It's not going to give me the, the amount I get. I think I need to get. So likely what I'll end up doing is ending up in my gym at my work on one of those step machines, and then I'll just film myself sweating absolute buckets and then wiping myself down. That's probably what's going to happen. And then eating a burger afterwards.
6: Just being yeah. on a you stairmaster. A your,
4: you learn a lot about
6: yourself on a stairmaster, for sure. True story. <laughs> True
0: story. Who, who's the guy that puts on the oven mints and gets in the sauna and uses the aerodyne in the sauna at like two hundred and something degrees? And and um, like there there's there's human beings that are that are uh, able to do crazy stuff. The reality is, whatever tracks in the app doesn't matter. I think from from the ambassador team Dan, Beth and I can probably all say that as we vote on these each week we're looking for somebody that has zero Twitter followers um, to go along with the person that has a lot that's just creative and has fun and if you're just taking still pictures or you're typing out a story or you're making a video it doesn't matter to us just show us that you're engaged in the community and that you're having fun and that you walked a bunch of stairs this week or did 12,000 steps last week or you know whatever it is each week have fun with it and you know there's a thousand dollars a week or a thousand GMT a week that you can earn and Twenty thousand gmt for the winner at the end of the four weeks they can earn that's a lot like that adds up and if you believe in gmt you think gmt can grow that could be even more if you held on to it so uh, just have fun with it i think that's what it's supposed to be It's just to have fun on social media to bring awareness to the project and you know good enough Good enough any other topics we did not hit for the week that you guys want to hit briefly because we're so far
4: over on time before we start closing <laughs> everybody out
6: that, we're just living here. That's why. We're, we're living. It's a
4: hockey game right now. Don't worry. We're, we're about to reach a baseball game. Dude, I got, I got
6: so <laughs> many
0: football games and all of game day from Appalachian State to go watch. Like, my, my day No, is I was fresh. just
4: talking about the length of the okay. podcast.
5: We're <laughs> sure.
0: we good? We hit all the hot topics? Yep, I think we'll, so. Will Beth eat all her olives before the broadcast is over? Will we all eat all of our celery? Will all of our celery be consumed?
4: There's no way Shan finishes that celery.
6: Right? <gasps> It is a tree. Usually with, usually, with celery, I just like throw it in the trash. I love oh, celery peanut butter.
4: With hummus, it's amazing. Yeah, hummus is good too. Honestly,
6: everything's good with hummus. People, I don't know why people use celery. You could put anything on hummus. I'd rather just dip cracker. your finger and be good. Fun fun, yeah. fun, fact I know
4: about, about celery, if you lock yourself in a room with only celery and then only eat celery for an extended period of time, you'll actually pass out because you burn more calories than yeah. what, you earn, what you get from eating them. Yeah, there's a handful
6: of foods Although that are like that. When you get a bunch of fried chicken wings, they bring you celery. Like, what am I supposed to feel good now? Like, I'm eating <laughs> <broccoli> r- <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and carrot, carrot sticks. sticks. It's all yeah, about the ranch, ranch dressing. You got to dip the, the chicken wing in ranch and the celery
0: yeah. in ranch. And it's just another Food thing cheese. to put in the ranch.
3: What ranch?
6: uh yeah i'm a blue cheese guy i like ranch too but not on my wings i want blue cheese yeah. fair yeah.
3: amateurs close amateurs. it out
0: starting up at the top left the man on the national news in all of australia that nobody could find the clip i put it out there 200 gmt did not happen he is a man of mystery with his own podcast dan where can we find your stuff yeah. what should we look forward to
1: I tell you, I actually edited that, and I was never actually. No, I I to
0: be. um, It was all bullshit. We keep calling it out. (laughs) Um,
4: (laughs) Channel nine said if I have a hundred bucks, I have the video ready. Yeah, like they already contacted me back. I'm like, I'm not paying a hundred dollars. Sorry. Oh no.
0: Balanced out the Tyson. Hook us up, Tyson. You got to spend the hundred bucks.
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah. Shen runs for fun. Uh. Twitter. I and also Shenon's underscore story on Instagram. If you want to kind of like, you know, come across there. But yeah, happy inbox is open. Um. If you want to chat, you want to vent. I. I. I'm willing to listen.
0: And I, I can tell you, as somebody that, that, that enjoys having conversations with people, this man is the nicest human being you will ever meet in your entire life. He will talk to anybody. So if, if you need to talk to somebody, like send this, send, this, send this man a DM because he is the real deal. There are very few people in the world built like Chan. and He's a, he's a special human being, and uh, we're glad that he is willing to wake up at midnight uh, after 3 hours of sleep to to join us on this podcast and we may even move the podcast to a different time of day to accommodate both him and Beth um because very sure, beth, sure beth, it wouldn't
6: be getting me on there at 3 a.m. tell you that <laughs> a lot more bloody marys would be
0: required in the top middle the executive producer of the podcast that books books our guests and co-hosts and and books books it all she sets it all up we could not do this if it were not for her beth what can we look forward to? And where is your stuff?
2: Uh, BNBeth underscore Solvacs on Twitter. And then Beth official on Instagram and TikTok. I'm trying to figure out TikTok. I don't know how to use it. I feel like it's an old person. Stupid. Run away.
6: Hide. <laughs>
3: Run away from that fucking Hide. app, honey.
6: It's fucking stupid, but it, it works if you can so figure it, it out. You get millions Wait, of views. Quick question. Quick question for you, Beth. Did you have Saluna Vax in there before Luna de- collapsed? No,
2: no.
5: Well,
6: that's good.
2: <laughs> but now I'm like, okay, well, if something else goes down, like what am I going to do? With my name?
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least these other things, Solana and Avax, aren't like total Ponzi schemes. So at least you'll be fine.
0: No doubt. If you guys ever have somebody that you want to see as a guest on the podcast, if you want to be on the podcast yourself, make sure you reach out to Beth. And she is another really, really. I have to say this about everybody now, don't I? She's a really good person. Like I, I have been fortunate in my life to surround myself by really good people, and Beth is a is a really good person.
4: Top I'm right. So that's exactly what Beth needs is more DMs.
0: More DMs, please, <laughs> yeah. please, please, please. She she is contemplating a potential website that could have. No, she's not. She's not contemplating <laughs> any any websites no. at all of any kind. What are you on So a do not DM. Outside?
4: Alpha happening. How many Bloody Marys have you had, James? Ward? Seventeen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I've been mixing them fifty percent vodka and fifty percent uh, Bloody Mary mix. So that, that's the right ratio, right? What's your, vodka?
6: What's Whoa, your preferred dude. vodka?
0: Um, I got Tito's
6: right now. Yeah, you got to do Tito's.
0: Up. Tito's is the play, right? Yep. Hey Ted. Yeah,
6: one of my one of, one of our best friends is actually it's like
0: Superior
3: ripping Springs. So one Tito's of our is
6: one of our best friends is like a high-up exec <laughs> at Tito's. So. Okay, we all Go got Tito. our bottle of vodka. Chan, you rookie. <laughs> yeah, really I want you guys to see how
4: big Beth's bottle is. Go to get yeah. Beth. Cozy's not even. Cozy's not even drinking
6: over here. That listen, is a massive bottle of vodka.
4: I told you this already. It is difficult to find the supplies for a Bloody Mary and or a Caesar. I'm only going to do a Caesar because a Bloody Mary is Nasty. It's a Caesar or die, and unfortunately, as a Canadian, I'm a purist, and I will—I n- can't it's find my drain. ingredients. It's Shut a clamato it juice you. instead of tomato juice. Oh. Clam juice, you gotta have what? The clam. clam.
6: juice. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Clam juice? Yeah. Come on, you're from it's Massachusetts. Settle down.
4: <laughs> yeah, we don't drink the juice, dude. We just eat the fucking clam. <laughs> talk, talk to the, talk to the Bostonians. I'm sure they all drink clam, clamato juice. Clamato Bud Lights are a big thing, E-Money. You didn't know
6: that? No, they're not.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He's been in Boulder for a while now.
6: (laughs) I refuse to have you put this blasphemy about Boston out there. We don't drink fucking clam juice.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Sam. No, No, you're right. Clam chowder. Look, Clamato, I see it. Sam Adams Boston (laughs) Clam Lager
0: does not exist. Sam Adams Boston Clam Lager definitely does not exist. No, No. it does not. K10, I know that you have your own presentation that you do on Twitter, Spaces every Monday. You also pop up now frequently, probably every day of the week on other Spaces. Where can we find your stuff?
3: Uh, So it's uh, k.10.a51 underscore official, um, which is just really a mouthful, um, which I am. And so, uh, yeah, I do Twitter Spaces with Misha, uh, who is... uh, Kevin Maud and a wonderful man. And uh, we do it on Mondays. We're trying to we do it regularly. We're Succeeding. not as organized as Cozy and E-Money are. Uh, and then we're, I'm doing a, a sleepogachi one tomorrow because Demisha is doing a bunch of that too. So uh, yeah, so yeah, let me just I like to talk. I like to talk, I like to drink, I like to curse.
0: Clearly, like to when you went 11 hours straight of a 20-hour podcast talking, Clearly, you were built to be a content creator and stream twelve hours stuff.
3: <laughs> All right. All right, home to mom about that one.
0: <laughs> I love it. Cozy. We got step in you know, strategy every Sunday. Where can we
4: find your stuff? Uh yeah. Step, so Sunday. step in Sunday.
0: Saturday again? Step in Sunday. Every it's Sunday. Okay.
4: It's it's step it's co it's cozy step in Swiss, but my handle is Step in Swiss on Twitter. It's the best way to get me uh Step uh Step in Sunday. Strategies <laughs> session. I to I I've been moving back and forth between, I think That's it's fair. 6 p.m. by time, 7 p.m. I'm back at 7 p.m. and gave my time slot to Misha and Sleepagachi. I will definitely be there oh. at 6 p.m. for that t- uh, because, uh, yeah, strategies of Sleep I'm also going to take an opportunity to plug uh, Live Into Earn on Wednesday, That's which next. we have... S- Oh, but but fine, but we have yeah. I but you can tell the Fair. the next one on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, but K ten, I just wanted to ask you: Are you um are you uh, Elon Musk's sec- second child because you have that name, or like what's the situation? Oh, he does have his child, his
0: son, right? <laughs> as <laughs> a name, right. where it's like A E X. Yeah.
3: Let me tell you, honey. If I'm getting it into the Musk family, it ain't gonna be as Elon Musk's.
4: <laughs> give a probably, lot they, more step-in
0: shoes <laughs> they probably never have to, to want for a thing their entire life right
6: and he's trying to repopulate the earth so you got a good shot baby at yeah, and then home, and then what, is he at nine now <laughs> at least right and here's the yeah, crazy
5: he
0: part nine. i don't think he's actually had sex with any of the women i think it's all <laughs> oh, in vitro fertilization oh, yeah. seriously i it's think it's a, all in vitro. it's a
4: turkey baster oh, it's a turkey you want, baster if you're listening
0: e-money <laughs> you're up brother we got on wednesdays living to earn i'm sure cozy has a has a sound bite he could play real quick yep. where oh, are you digging
1: more rules are gonna try to get you to follow <laughs> you just gotta keep living man L-I-V-I.
0: L-I-V-I-N. living to earn yeah, on up. wednesdays e-money and step in swiss where can we find your stuff and what should we look forward to this
6: week yeah. So, I mean, you just, I'm only e-money moves on Twitter. I'm not on any other social media platform, like, because I hate them for the most part. <laughs> like I like Twitter because you can have conversations and like read things that are like, can like benefit your life. But like you go on Instagram and TikTok, it's just like mindless photos and just like, there's nothing really beneficial on those websites. In my opinion, I was on them before I actually had like a, a big luxury jet page on Instagram and I just, I'm totally done with it. Um, and yeah, every Wednesday it's gonna be ten a.m. Mountain Time. I'm not really gonna adjust that unless one of our big like hosts, like our, our big people we have coming on the show, I can't do the time. Um, just depending on where they're from, what their location is, or what their schedule's like. But this Wednesday we got Sleepy Gachi coming on, which is gonna be good. We got the founder coming on, and we're gonna be able to like raffle off uh, some alpha codes and some uncommon NFTs and stuff. So it's 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 pretty cool. Um, and our, we just want to get the story behind like the team and the project and what their vision is and stuff like that. And then we get into alpha strategies and we got a big guest coming on after uh, that already lined up for the Wednesday after that, that has a huge community and it's, um, in a, in the fitness realm, I'll give you guys that, that's the most, but, um, looking really, we're really excited to these next couple episodes. And so I'll just. Stay tuned for who that's going to be. I don't want to release it yet just because I want to build the hype. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Indeed.
4: Absolutely. I look not forward to,
6: to it. it. Yeah. I'm just not telling you. You're going to have to find out and wait. Hopefully Listen, I can
4: get the tech right this week. You'll figure it out. What do you say?
6: The tech. Yeah, no shit, Cozy. Figure it out, dude. You're my tech guy. Cozy
0: stuff always <laughs> breaks,
6: right? E-money stuff always works. Cozy yeah, exactly. stuff always
0: breaks. How, how does that happen? I don't know. <laughs> look at his face
4: love
2: it somebody commented on on twitter that there was like a ghost moving your microphone (laughs) it's it's
4: it's the it's the road psa it has a spring in it which means it moves on its own and he the guy commented he's like yeah can you tell that ghost to stop moving your mic stand and and then she just wrote like ha like a hundred times
6: i I asked Cozy like a setup for a mic and he like sends me all this shit and i'm like look at the price tag i'm like whoa 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 well let's cut this down a little bit here Cozy. Let's, let's simplify let's this, this no for us please. Here. Yeah. I don't need Joe Rogan set up over here. <laughs> if you want to
4: be Joe Rogan, you got to do Joe Rogan.
0: Yeah, but see, the difference is Joe Rogan has Jamie, and Cozy is not Jamie.
4: Okay, so I'm, I'm hiring a Jamie. If anyone yeah. wants to come, <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. I need someone who's willing to come to step into to Switzerland. You can sleep on my couch oh, like T.S.Vec and Soul Life Living, and uh, we've got it.
6: Co- Joe at the guy Jamie. Fall- Did, you guys- yeah. Did you guys see the Kanye West documentary on Netflix? This one dude, before he was ever famous, followed him around for like 10 years. He followed him around and documented the guy's whole life. Before he was famous, before he made it, before he was even big, before Just he even successful. hoping he'd be
0: big and could make a movie out of it?
6: Yeah, and it, and it worked out for
4: him. But like, what if it didn't? It could be <laughs> you. you. Know? That could be you if you go with Steppen Swiss. That could be you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All you got to do follow Emoney and Cozy everywhere all day long. If you are a young college student looking to intern somewhere and want to follow Cozy everywhere throughout his life, now is your chance to go to yeah, Stephen swiss Cozy, on want, Twitter.
6: I don't want someone to fucking following me all the time. <laughs> me, Can you imagine? That'd be a nightmare. <laughs> Other a than the government in your phone, right? Other do than the government and recording everything you I'm do. I'm fine with the government like, you know, it I I talked to Amanda and I'm like you know, we really could use this or that. And all of a sudden, Amazon sends me an ad for it. And I'm like, you know, that works. Thanks. I want it. it. Is it creepy? Sure. But whatever.
0: Not exactly what I had in mind, not at all. (laughs) For me, myself, I am at James work. You can find me on Twitter at James work. We broadcasted episode 20 of the Step in Community podcast on the Twitter channel. If you guys like the live video being on Twitter, and then uploading the video of the podcast to Twitch and YouTube and Spotify, and then, of course, the audio on all the other channels, Spotify and Apple and Google and everywhere else, let us know. Um, Type it in, in in the tweet. Type it everywhere else. If you prefer it on Twitch, let us know that as well. And if you would like it to be simulcasted to 30 different platforms at the same time and see it on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and Twitch all at the same time, that's a possibility too. So so let us know what you like, what you don't like. I kind of feel like from the crypto space, Twitter makes a lot of sense. It was fun for episode twenty with eMoney and Cozy to bring it to the, the Twitter platform. Um, but who knows what what the future brings for us for any of us and any of the stuff that we're doing. Time changes and we plan to pivot and evolve along with it. For everybody out there in the world of Steppen, thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. Thank you to all my co-hosts and special guests who come on. Um could not do this without without All of you, right? There's not a chance in hell that this would all work. Thank you, guys. Love you, guys. Thank you for participating with the Bloody Marys. It made it uh, unique and a lot of fun for our 20th episode. And who knows what we have in store for next week. We will
5: see you then. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. See you later.